It's another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. We've got a hell of a crew in the studio tonight. We've got Troy Pierce to my right, my main man DG to my left, and... Martin is back. Martin, man, how you been? Man, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be in here in the Sippin' St- Studio podcast. Let's go. <laughs> the Sippin' Studio podcast. I yeah. love it. Hey, uh, it's been a while, man. It's been since episode 83 since you've been on. Been Feels like forever. It's been a while. 22 been, episodes. Been listening. You guys are doing your thing. Doing your thing. I'm proud of y'all. Happy to be here. I'm excited. I'm excited. When, when you told me about this, I was like, let's go. Let's, let's go. go. Troy, how you been, brother? Uh, hanging in there. <laughs> I'm glad you're hanging in there. <laughs> you sound tired. You tired? I'm always tired. Uh, you know, working five days a week. And I think we all do that day, right? Yeah, I think we do. What are you drinking tonight, Troy? Uh, Weller 107. Weller Antique 107. I think you're going to dip into a little bit of scotch, too, you said, right? Yeah, I seen, seen that over there. It's a Johnny, Johnny Walker Black Label. I, I'm trying to get into scotches, and I can't seem to... Get over the hump. I, I tr- I'm trying to enjoy them, but they're just not liking. I'll me. be damn. Well, hopefully tonight you'll enjoy that. All right, DG, what's happening? What's happening, man? How's your March going so far? It's not bad. Can't complain. Yeah, I mean, know, March is one of my favorite months of the year. I've been really enjoying watching the, uh, the championship games, like the lower schools. I don't know what do you call them, like the, like the mid majors. Yeah, the mid majors. That's the word I was looking for. I've really been enjoying watching them championship games. Now, like, you know, now we're, it's Friday night. The Big Ten starting, ACC, SEC, you know, the Big 12, whatever. I haven't really enjoyed them as much. The thing, the element you get with, to me, mid-major tournaments that you don't get with, like, your Big your Big Tens, your Big 12s, your SEC, ACC tournaments is if those mid-major teams – lose their conference tournament they're not going to the dance exactly they're playing for their tournament lives there's so much more to play for. it's so it's just urgent there, and when, there, there's more urgency and they're in the smaller stadiums there's less of a crowd and when they win they storm the court they just go nuts. dude i almost shedded a tear the other night when that uh Bella, Bella, Bellarmine, Bellarmine. They won, and then hell, they can't even go to the can't tournament because they were at D two school can't last even year. Go to the tournament, yep, unreal. Hmm. First year as a D one school, and they win their conference tournament, and they can't even go. I think that's legit bullshit. I mean, it is, but it sucks for them. But I think that's an NCAA rule. Like when once you hop divisions, there's like a four, like a four year. Um, it is. It's a four year grace pro, period, like probationary yeah. period. And you know what I think about that? I think that's fucking stupid. Yeah. Because if you're a D2 school and you hopped a D1 and you win it your first year, you've earned your spot. If you were D2 last year, your recruits that were still on the team, those recruits were recruited as D2 players. And if you can bring a team full of D2 players into Division One and you can win your conference tournament the first year, there is no reason why you shouldn't go to the big dance. I, no reason. I, I it's everybody else in those conference fault for not beating them. That's That's what I'm saying. But, yeah, why why penalize a team for for winning doing that? But they also have the opportunity to be in the D two tournament, correct? I don't no, think so. I don't over. think so. It's, it's over. over. They won the championship, and that's just it. Okay, I don't like it. Then yeah. I thought they would have a tournament opportunity. Yeah. No, no, they don't. They and don't. I mean, don't don't fact check me because shit, we don't fact check. But 
I'm pretty sure I read somewhere it's a four, not just a one year probation. It's like it's, it's four. four. It's four years. I think it's four years. It is. That seems like a. That's, that's a hefty penalty. That's stiff, man. Yeah. All, and all you're doing is just changing divisions. You didn't do anything wrong. You're just growing. Your school's growing. You just hop divisions. Four-year ban. I don't get it. Yeah, I feel bad for that team there. It is what it is. It Shit happens. So, boys, you guys have been listening. I mean, at least you two have, DG and Hardy. I know Troy to my right, he hasn't been listening. Well, he, he's been listening. He's just a couple episodes he's back. A couple back, a couple back. That's I'm, right. I'm more than a couple, I think. <laughs> okay. So what do you guys think about the bracket so far? DG, give me your thoughts on the appetizer bracket that happened last week. Well, I, I had a couple of uh, issues with how it went last week. Um, we missed you, by the way. Well, I appreciate that, but I lo- loved the episode. I thought you had some good guys that- in here, you know, some good discussion was had, especially BG really enjoyed him. I feel like he's going to be a fan favorite. Okay. But uh, I was really disappointed that Mo- Mozzarella Sticks got beat by pretzels. I am too. I thought that was bullshit. I did too. I mean, Mozzarella Sticks, who doesn't like a Mozzarella Who doesn't stick? like a nice just, oh my gosh. I they, they, were, they were a walk-in for me to the Final Four, but they got beat by pretzels, and I was outnumbered. I mean, and and it's and I, on the bracket it says pretzels, not pretzels and cheese. No, it no, says pretzels with yeah. cheese. They once they won a game, once they, they won a game, pretzels. they just put pretzels. You're both lying. You're both liars. I know. So anyway, pretzels by coming the, from the dude that hasn't even watched, hasn't <laughs> even paid attention. Pretzels are just too damn dry. They're just too dry. Did you hear me in that episode where I said if I'm getting a pretzel, I need beer? You have to pre- pretzels and salted peanuts, ultimate beer snacks. Exactly. Ultimate beer snacks. Yeah. But you can't. Can't take pretzels. So that's the one that pissed sticks. you off the most, huh? That one and the only other one. And I know uh we got a we got a loyal listener, day one listener, Corky. Yeah. I think she might have mentioned this on social somewhere. Yeah. She thought jalapeno poppers got screwed, and yeah. so did I. Okay. I felt really good about them coming into the tournament. I thought they were underseated even. Great treat. Very similar to a cheese stick. It's just got a little bit extra in there. Yeah. Just a little bit of spice, a little bit of crunch. And uh for them to get knocked out by um, Bosco Sticks, now that was a tough matchup. Bosco tough. Sticks That's a four was a five. tough matchup. That's a four five. And you know, I, I'll even take it a step further. I thought Bosco Sticks even making the tournament was a bit controversial. Oh shit! Bit controversial. Now why is that? Who eats Bosco Sticks as an appetizer? You tell me. Well, I don't even. I mean, I, I'm not going to get them for my meal. You're going to eat them just as a meal, just a you you bread t- stick with you cheese. Look, look me in the eyes. When I go you to look Q- me in the eyes, you son of a bitch, and tell me you didn't have Bosco sticks as a main entree for lunch when you were in high school. I got other stuff with it, Where like the a hell? slice of pizza or that something. That if that if that's the case, that makes the pizza slice the appetizer. Oh my ass! The fish sandwich is the appetizer. Oh, you you are so full of Bosco shit. Bosco sticks <laughs> is a main you are entree an item. Where you the are hell? In, where the yeah. hell do we get Bosco sticks anymore? Where can I go buy exactly. it? Indian exactly, Indianapolis, and you get them from Kilroy's. You're supporting my point. Scotty P said you can go to Family Dollar. Yeah, you can get them from Family right. Dollar. That's fine. If I okay. go to Longhorn Steakhouse or hey, Tumbleweed man, get them. or any other sit-down restaurant, I'm not going to find Bosco sticks on the appetizer menu. <laughs> what the What the hell? It's a cheesy breadstick, you dick. <laughs> That's the difference between a breadstick with cheese on top and a breadstick with cheese Martin, in the middle. What do you think of the bracket? Well, the mod sticks, I'm, I agree with. Buffalo chicken dip. I love me some buffalo chicken dip. Um, so I'm gonna say the buffalo chicken dip, the mod six, but the main one, the wings, and not just any wings, 
the boneless wings. Like, what are we talking about? No, good or bad? Because oh, they should have won the whole thing. Oh, they should have won. Should have won. They should have okay. never been, no contest. Period. Okay. Nothing. Yeah, boneless they, wings. They did make the final four, right? Yeah, they did. I don't care. <laughs> they should have won. Period. If you don't have boneless wings at any cocktail party, any Super Bowl, whatever type of party it is, then it's not a party. Appetizer. You can have wings all the time, but appetizer? Come on now. So you went completely against half the crew last week because they said you're a pussy if you eat the boneless. You don't agree with that at all. Absolutely not. And I don't either. And I'm with you. Some of you traditional bone-in people think you're so damn superior to anybody that eats a piece of chicken that doesn't have a bone in it, and it pisses me off. Living life all wrong. Well, I I think I'm going to be on the, that team from last week. Apparently. Traditional. I don't know who it was, but a perfectly cooked traditional wing will will beat a boneless any day of the, the week. It's, it's got to be prepared correctly and cooked correctly. Okay, Troy, how are you eating those? How do I eat them? Yeah, how do you or eat your how do I prep how, how, them? How, how are you going to pick it up? With my hands. Okay, that's fine. I don't. I don't want all that messy stuff. Okay. I don't yeah. want all that. Listen, give me a fork. Pick it up. Stab it. Stab the chicken. Mm. Dip it in some ranch. You know, whatever you want on the side. Yeah, and, and I'm a sauce guy. It. I like. I it. know you are. Yeah. So now you have all that sauce from the chicken, and then you have the sauce that you dipped in the side. And now look at your hands. Just, just your hands are just filthy everywhere. You, you don't have that problem with boneless wings. You don't have me, that problem. Me and Marty. I'll back Marty 100% on this. We go to a we go to a wing joint. Me and Marty are going to be sitting there after we've eaten our boneless wings. We're going to be enjoying a cold beer while you traditional wing guys are in the bathroom having to wash your hands and face to get all the We don't off need of. no wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I guess I didn't mean it like in that regard like messiness and stuff like that. I mean just the taste. I'm just talking on the on the palate there of which one is more moist and uh, texture-wise, that bone-in is is got it. So to you, sounds like moist moisture is high on the priority list when it comes to appetizers. Yeah, like the chicken meat has juicy, have that good texture. Yeah, and I get that from a bone-in more than I do a boneless. It's it's drier. No, no, don't get me wrong. You you got sauce to to give you that moist, but it's just not the same and. When I make my my bone in wings, I mean I I take it to, I mean I take some time on a whole it. new level. Yeah, I mean I'm cutting them, I'm drying them with paper towels. I mean I'm seasoning them, you know I'm putting them on the grill, you know, and then you know sauce them up afterwards. So. Are you are you wearing your apron for all that? I could, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the text this week. We've got a few texts regarding the brackets. First up is from Jake. I stand with you, DG. Don't let these guys shit talk you. I will never, and I mean never, leave skid marks in the toilet. If it takes wiping them off with a paper towel, it is what it is. Just hold the flush longer so you don't get your hand wet. I appreciate the support. So that they, that you two have got to be the only people in the world that wipe the skid marks off with your hands. I I do that as well. I've done <laughs> not my hands. I take a piece of toilet paper uh, and dip your hand in the toilet. With clean water, so I flushed my shit. Exactly, you've I, already flushed the bathroom. I stuff. know, but dude, you guys are fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, well, man. I'm gonna wash my hands after. Well, no shit, I would hope. I mean, that look at Bard's face; he is dumbfounded. <laughs> I really am dumbfounded by both of you, Troy and DG, and Jake, 
And Jake. Oh, my gosh. The hell's wrong with you three? Hey, he's sending another one. This one has to do with um, just, you know, the economy now. Taco Bell is the only place you can still get gas for $1.39. Fair. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Right? Let's fill up. You would fill up on Taco Bell, wouldn't you? I was honestly in Taco Bell's drive-thru before I came here tonight. Hey. It was my fucking bumper was at the on the highway hanging out. That's how so many people's in line at Taco Bell. Mine was that long. So I said, F it. I'm, I'm, I got to get to the podcast. I, well, good thing because you ate a whole fucking pizza when you got here. This next one's from Justin. Boys, it started out pretty good except for pretzels moving on. Boneless chicken wings are for children. Just glorified chicken strips. I could have even gone with stromboli over buffalo chicken dip, but it should have beat out shrimp. The fact that you had stromboli and pretzels in the finals is just sad, and you should be ashamed of yourselves. Traditional wings should have won hands down. You haven't lost a follower yet, but by God, you're pushing it. (laughs) Justin's one of the traditional lovers. He said the boneless are for children, so that's the type of guy that pisses you two off. I'm not going to say he pisses me off. I just... You said it earlier. No, I didn't. I didn't say traditional people piss me off. I said the ones that think they're superior to people that eat boneless wings kind of piss me off. I think off. that's what he's getting out of here. Well, then he pisses me off. <laughs> Marty's taking his stand. For me, I guess, I'm just saying everybody's got their own opinion. That's fine. I just, I'm getting a little tired of how boneless fan, wing fans are being looked down on all the time. I agree. I mean, I don't understand why people hate on him so much. I mean, it's just a piece of chicken. If you love chicken, you should love boneless. That's my opinion. He also said that the uh, he understands that the Stromboli uh, beat buffalo chicken dip, but he don't think it should have beat the shrimp. And I can agree. I wanted shrimp cocktail to win the whole damn thing. How do you guys feel about shrimp cocktail as an appetizer? I mean, it's a pretty solid appetizer. Um, and it depends on Stromboli, which one you're going with. I mean, there's so many varieties. Um, shrimp cocktail just kind of... Across the board's always the same. So, I mean, the Stromboli we're thinking of, pretty damn solid. So, yeah. I can see why that advanced. Me personally, I can't keep my hands off of shrimp. I can't either. If it's in the I'll same eat the room, whole damn if thing. If it's in the same room as me, I can't, gone. I can't keep my hands off of it. I'll try to one at a time them. Can't do but, it. But, yo, man, it's tough. I'm with you both. I love me some shrimp. Good deal. Let's get into the positive side of these messages. Let's hit the voicemail button this week. Better call somebody. Hey, hey, this is Mama Jenny. Just wanted to say thanks for all the Stromboli love. Rolski, let me know what recording day you want Stromboli, and I will deliver. Please make sure Corey with a K and Scotty P are there to try it. Later. Mama Jenny, great to hear from you. Showing the love. Let's let's just give Mama Jenny a round of applause for calling in, saying she's yeah. going to bring in some strong bully. She won the appetizer bracket. I mean, I think it's only right that if Mama Jenny drops some strong bully off to the studio, we have her on. At least for at least for a little while. Yeah, at least for you know 10, 15, 20 minutes, if three she, hours. If she's whatever. willing, if yeah, she's if, willing, if she wants to stay on, she a, could be on. I think that'd be a real treat. Yeah, I think it would be too. Now, when she brings this in. Do you think we should give it a taste test on a YouTube video? Maybe like we kind of did the pizza. We'll give the Mama Jenny the taste test. I mean, if you want to, I just we'll really put it to the test. I, I mean, don't. we talked it up so much. I think it's I think it's only right if we you know give it a one through ten score. 
you, I mean, I, I just don't want, I, I don't think Mama Jenny sounds like somebody I want to piss off. <laughs> no. that's, that's my only thing. No, I don't think you'll piss her off because I, I'll put the stamp on it. It's that damn good. Man, that's clever. I, I think I need to open up a restaurant, Mama Jenny's. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just clever. It just rolls off the tongue. Maybe you can ask permission when she's in. I'll be in contact with you on the Stromboli. DG, let's get into the uh, bracket this week. Week number three, the March Madness 2022 bracket is Awkward Situations. Once again, we've compiled 32 awkward situations. We've put them in regions. There's eight awkward situations per region. There's four regions, 32 total awkward situations. DG, let's go over the first region and let's talk about the sex tape region. Okay, this is the sex tape region. Starting out, we got one seed, catfished, going up. Eight seed, sending food back. The four and the five matchup, farts against meeting the family. The three and the six matchup, lion's den against first day of a new new school or a job. And then lastly, the two seed, seeing someone fall against the seven seed, foreign people on the phone talking. Let's hop up to one verse eight. We got catfish verse sending food back. Now, DG, I remember you saying on this podcast that you never send food back. Why is that? I am very non-confrontational. Let's say I'm at a, a Mexican restaurant and I order a burrito and they bring me a fajita, something completely different. If it's edible, if I can get it down my gullet without puking, that's what I'm going to do because I'd rather be that guy than the guy that says, oh, hey, this is the wrong food. I need I need you to bring out my right food Like, because I've seen that happen in restaurants. I can't stand those people. You know, like some of them, okay. You know, hey, I ordered a chicken sandwich and you brought out a rack of ribs. That's, I get that, you know. But I just, I can't stand complainers. I hate being a complainer. So if I can eat it, I'm just going to eat it and shut up. So even though it's not your fault, you're never just going to send it. You're just going to pay for something that you didn't want. If I can eat it, I'm going to eat it. Okay, Martin, what do you think about this? Nah, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if it's something I don't, I didn't order this. We sending that shit back. I work too hard for my money. Yeah. If you give me something that I don't want and it's not cooked properly Send or it it's cold, it's not warm, I'm not going to pay for it. Nope. That's how I feel. You can call me a complainer all you want, yep. but that's my hard-earned money that I've worked for. Absolutely. And I ordered something that I came to this restaurant to order specifically, and I don't get it. I'm going to be pissed. I'm not saying everybody what? that sends their food back is complaining. I'm just saying some people who... Some people I've seen people in restaurants send their food back two or three different times. Those, yeah, that's those, that's a yeah. little too much. That's I agree I, that's with what that. I'm saying. I agree with that. No hate towards you personally, Rolski. Uh, of course, <laughs> Troy. Do you ever send any food back at all? I have. Um, I'm a little bit in between, probably both of you. Probably more towards uh, Martin and Rolski here, but I mean, it's it's awkward. You you, you never know what you're going to get back in return if it's you know you're sending it back into the kitchen. Or, you know they might have had a bad day and. It could uh, fall into your lap. But uh, if it's something I ordered and I didn't get what I ordered, I'm going to send that back just because if I relate that to I'm going to the store and I buy an item and that was the wrong item, I'm going to return it. So I'm kind of giving back my Same food. way, yeah. Yes, I'm trying to relate it. I get it. So that was the eight seeds in the food back, the one seed being catfished. Now... For those of you out there, I mean, we got an older crowd. Some people might not know what catfish actually means. So catfish is basically, let's just say you're on a dating app or you're on social media 
and you're talking to someone, a stranger that you don't know who they are, but somehow, some way you guys connect with each other. Their profile picture is different than what they actually look like or their about section where they, you know, if you put in like details about your life and what you like to do and blah, 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 they're all lies. That's, that's what you call being cap. It's just basically a big old lie about your looks, your personality, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. So I got a story about being catfished. I didn't personally get catfished. You got a friend. I got a friend who got catfished once, and this is a hell of a story. So we went to college together, and we had law enforcement class together, and we would you know, hang out in the library in between classes, bullshit, whatever it was. Go grab food, come back to the library, eat it, do some homework, whatever it was. But he was on, you know... The, the prowl for a lady friend. So he was searching on, you know, like Facebook, these these apps that you could swipe or whatever it is. And he, he connected with somebody and she was local, like not even far down the road from where we went to college. And he's like, hey, you know what? We matched up or whatever. We've been talking. Showed me a picture of her. And I'm like, oh, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you should, you know, you guys should hang out. So he did. She asked him to come over to her house to the crib like hey let's let's hang out after you get out of class come to the crib so you know he's all nervous he, you know, he's never met this girl he's never seen her in person they've never talked in person this is all over an app that they've talked through so he's taking me through it he's like hey man i'm gonna go i'm gonna text you all the way through this thing i was like all right fine man i ain't got nothing to do so he's at this place he's like hey man i just walked in here and some girl answered the door He's, he asked for, let's just call this girl, let's just say Sarah. Her name's Sarah, whatever it is, I don't know. Sarah answered the door, but he didn't know it was her because she looked so different. So he's like, hey, I'm looking for Sarah. And she's like, well, yeah, hey, it's me, I'm Sarah. He didn't recognize her because it was so different from the profile. He got catfished. Like he said, now, I'm not dogging anybody here, but she might have put on a few pounds. Right. Hair was totally different. Face, I mean, the whole appearance was totally different. The pictures that this chick had on the profile were years old, years, years, years old. There's no way she could have looked like this, you know, a month or two ago. You know what I mean? Like these things were from way, way back. Gotcha. So she put on her profile. Now she's had a kid and her five kids. And- yeah. Well, Troy, you're you're exactly right. She had two kids that he, she he, she didn't tell him about because there was toys everywhere. He started texting me like, "Hey, there's toys all over this place." And then and then he goes, "Dude, she." He said it, it got way too far. He said this thing went way too far, way too quick. Like there was no room for me to get out of there because as soon as I walked in, she jumped on me like a goddamn spider monkey. And I didn't have no fucking choice because if it was up to me, I would have walked around. Got in the car, drove away. She got on me so fast. She goes, it felt like I was sticking my dick in a goddamn paint can. <laughs> she said, I didn't know what to do, man. Oh, he said it was the most awkward situation he's ever been in. Catfish is the number one seat here because I've seen the, I've been in that situation, but not exactly been in it. Catfish is moving on easily. Oh, what a story. That was, that was quite a story. Yeah. As somebody who's not, not nearly like, to that extent, but I've been slightly catfished on a dating app. Are you shitting me? Well, let's hear your story. Yeah, David, we got all night. (laughs) I mean, so this was back in- So you didn't dip your dick in a bait can? No, 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 no. Okay. It it didn't get past the first date there. It didn't get past the olive garden. Well, he didn't get past the first hour. He stepped in the door and he was cornered. It didn't get past the olive garden parking lot. We'll put it that way. Okay, okay. Would you at least have dinner with it? 
Uh-huh. Right there? Yeah. Yeah. Had dinner. Um, uh, I thought maybe it was before you got in there. It was on a dating app. We matched, messaged back and forth for probably a week and a half. Finally decided, let's get together, have dinner, see what see what happens. Uh, very attractive in her pictures on Tinder. Um, pre pre law, actually no, she she graduated with a um, like a political science degree, and she was in law school at the time. So I'm like, man, she's probably pretty sharp. That's pretty impressive to me. So. And then we had we had a really good rapport. She had a really good sense of humor. So we met up when we got there. You know, at the time I'm probably six one. This this she's probably six three, six four. I mean, just a big, big, stout, tall looking woman. So which, you knew which she was that tall. Which there's nothing wrong with. That's nothing wrong with that. But but you know, based on her pictures, I was led to believe that she was you know average height, average build. But we get there, and I mean, damn, she looked like she could be on the Olympic volleyball team. I was about to say, you you were looking forward to a nice, petite soccer player, and you walked into an NBA starting center. I mean, basically, yeah. yeah. She was physically imposing, you know. I kind of felt... Basically, you didn't want to you didn't want to stick your never mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. she would have kicked your ass. Well, I get it. But not only that, just like the conversation, it just it didn't work in person the way it was working on the app or whatever. So anyway, that that was the end of that. But I don't know if she was using like some weird filters, or she colored her hair. Man, the filters nowadays are unfreaking believable. Unbelievable, unbelievable. So let's we spent a lot of time on this one, boys. What what we got moving on? I'm gonna probably have to say catfished as well. At first, I was gonna say you know taking the food back. I mean, yeah, when you're when you're taking the food back, you feel bad for the waitress, even if she's a good waitress. But catfish, yeah, catfish Catfish moves on. What do you think, Troy? Catfish. Uh, I think it's unanimous. Okay, let's go down to the four five, DG. What we got? Uh, the four seed is fart in all caps, and the five seed is meeting the family. I mean, fart. We all know what that is. Crop dusting, farting in public when it's not expected. You've been down to pick something up, and you let a toot out, and someone hears it. Say you're in a crowd of people. That's an awkward situation. I mean, but it's all natural, you know. But you got the people going, "Oh my god, did that guy just fart?" And, and only, then it stinks, and, and it only lasts, you know, a few seconds. Exactly. But I feel minutes. like it deserves a four seed because everybody does it. Farting is just, you know, it can be awkward at times. Well, when you put it in that regard, out in the open, you know, in a public place, yeah, it's definitely more awkward. There. No, that's what I'm talking about. It wouldn't be awkward if we're if you're sitting in your bedroom alone and you fart. Like, you're going to try to sniff it and smell it and be like, man, that was a good one. That's yeah, not awkward. Right. But if you're out in public in a group setting, say you're on a plane, you let out a big old fart, yeah. that's going to be awkward. Yeah, Everybody's going to look sure. at you. I'm picking fart here. I mean, it just, for me, it's just more of an awkward well, situation. Well, damn it, Troy, we didn't even we, talk about the five seed. He hasn't even broken down the opponent, dude. Yeah, but now you're listen, ju- I heard it. I heard meeting the family for the first time. Yeah. Now, isn't that always awkward? Say you're say you're out at college and you meet a girl. Your parents don't even know who the hell she is, or her parents don't know who you are. She brings you home for Christmas. Christmas break, saying, hey, you're coming with me. You're going to spend Christmas with me. You can sleep at the house. You know, my grandma, my grandpa, my aunts and uncles, they're all going to be there. You're going to have a great time. And you walk through that door the first time, and she walks up, and she hugs everybody, and you're just sitting there like, oh, fuck, like smile, like, what the fuck do I do? What the hell do I do now? Who Do I, do I shake hands? Do I hug grandma? Do I give grandma a kiss on the cheek? Do I slap Aunt Betty on the ass? I don't know what to do here. You know that situation? I've, you know, I've been with my wife for 12 years. I knew the problem. I never had this problem because I knew her family before we got together. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've never really been in this situation before, but there's 
thousands of people in the world, hundreds, millions of people have been in through this situation. DG, do you have any experience with meeting the family, like awkward situations? Oh man, when I was in my twenties, I went through girlfriends like pairs of underwear. So I I did a lot of meeting of new families. Um, but you know, for me personally, I I never found them all that bad, all that awkward. Really? That's what I was getting at. Like that's, that's my own personal experience. I'm sure for a lot of people, it is awkward as all get out. But for me, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, that don't make me nervous, I guess. I get nervous or, or, easy, boys. Oh, I, I get nervous in that situation. But with my situation, my fiance, we've known each other for so long. Like, it wasn't, it was easy in a way. So I wasn't really having, now I was nervous, don't get me wrong. But, you know, it kind of, it wasn't that bad versus meeting someone completely, completely new. And then you're like, so shocked. So, wasn't that bad. Honestly, I think I know where this is going. But I feel like if you put yourself into a situation like someone else meeting a family like across the country or whatever it is, I think meeting the family is more of an awkward situation than just farting. I'm going to five here. That's just me. Troy, what do you think? I agree. I mean, I mean, I I see your point. I, I guess I wouldn't say I agree because I picked fart here. Yeah. But for me, I just feel like when that fart happens at that particular time, I feel like so you're thinking if you're at the family meeting and you bend over, like say you drop your phone or something and you fart, that's going to be more awkward than shaking people's hands for the first time. For me, yes. Okay. I, I kind of agree with that if we put it that way. I think meeting the family belongs in the in the tournament. They earned the right to be here. You think they were overseated at a five? You think they could have been like a six, seven, eight? Uh, maybe a six, seven. Okay. Um, but I make mistakes. I haven't. I have me personally, and I've done it on the podcast. And I know Rolski, you know, because you always are right beside me. But I have this thing where if I laugh really hard, I fart. Oh I just, yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. When I'm laughing really, really hard, it's hard for me to not fart. I don't know what it is, but that to me is freaking embarrassing, especially if you're in front of people you don't know very well. Um, so fart moves on from. All right, me. sounds like fart, Martin. What do you think? Meet the family. Is moving on. Oh. Okay, so two versus two. We're going to the board man, Corey with a K here. Oh, first yeah. round, Corey with a K. Go ahead and pull it up on the TV. Type in what you think is more embarrassing or an awkward situation. He's never had to meet the family. He's going fart. He's going fart. <laughs> Corey with a K says, I don't meet the family. I just go in straight up. Fair enough. Fair enough. No Corey dates, no nothing. He's, Corey with a K, he's more like the one and done guy. Like He loves the double Ds. He, he gets it done. He goes on to the next one. He's not meeting no family. He ain't got he's time a, for that shit. He's a serial motorboater. Exactly. Let's go down to the, <laughs> let's go down to the 3-6 DG, what we got. The three just says Lion's Den. I'm anxious to hear what that one is. And then the six is uh, first day of new school slash work. Okay, so the Lion's Den region. Now, I knew I was going to have to explain this one, but I just didn't have enough room to write it out, DG, so let me go here. You and your partner, you go into the Lion's Den, you're looking for a new, you know, sex sex toy, whatever it is, a movie. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's an outfit. May, I don't know. A vibrator, whatever it is. They have all kind of, I mean, all kind of stuff in there you can play with. But say you see someone in there that you know, like, and then you guys lock eye contact and you're like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Say it's, say it's like one of your teachers from old old times. Say it's, you know, a family member. Say it's one of your best friend's parents. You know that eye contact. I mean, do you go up to them and say, "Hey, man, like, how are you guys? What are you looking for?" 
you know, I was looking for that 10 speed over there. It looks pretty neat. You think I'd really think that'd work for us? Like that whole conversation, that eye contact, do you just ignore them? Do you walk out and like, let them know that you're embarrassed? Let them know you're awkward. You know, that situation. I, I know I can, I can put myself there. I've never dealt with it. I have. Let me tell you a story. I walked in, me and my wife walked in one time and you know, we weren't necessarily there to buy anything. We were there to look. But we walk in and I see this guy that I've known for basically my whole entire life. And that son of a bitch had probably a three foot wand. <laughs> Him and his girl were in there and he had a three foot wand. I mean, this thing was three foot long and the head on that thing had to be six inch diameter. It was huge. This uh, The price tag on this thing had to be 500, 600, close to $1,000. This goddamn thing was huge. A wand? A wand. It's like a vibrating wand. Huh. Not a dildo, a wand. You look them up. Get on whatever it is, lionsden.com, and look it up. A I'm wand. Not, I mean, this I'm just thing, not familiar with it. It's them. huge. The box was massive. He was like carrying it on his shoulder like he was carrying a two by four <laughs> out the door. And we made eye contact. I was like, hey, man, what's going on? He said, hey, how you doing? And that was it. <laughs> but if we would have met at a bar, we would have sat down, had a beer, and had a whole conversation. But it was just like, hey, what's going on, man? And that was it. That was awkward. It was awkward as fuck. Yeah, That's but I'm, the, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be like, yeah, look what the damage I'm going to do tonight, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the lion's den. Let's go down to the sixth. First day of a new school or work. You know, I've never experienced, you know, transferring schools or moving into a new school district. But I can only imagine, like, I've seen, like, the new kids come in. They don't know anybody. I kind of feel bad for them. It's an awkward situation. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know anybody. You kind of keep to yourself. I feel bad for him. But I have switched jobs. It's the same thing. You walk into a new building and you don't know anybody. You're like, hey, where's the bathroom? Or how do I do this? You're asking all kinds of questions. It's just awkward. Me, personally, I think Lions Den walks away with this one. But what do you think, DG? Uh, I think that the first day at a new school for a kid is really, that's tough, man. It is, man. Because kid, you know, kids in school, they're not, they're not, mature yet so a kid walks into a classroom full of 25 other kids all 25 of them are they're all their eyes are going to be on this they're, all they're going to be they're going to be watching his every move or her and so that's awkward man that's awkward for that kid for like a couple of weeks after they start i think works a little easier because everybody's they're grown-ups you're you know? older you're mature yeah like it's it's not as as big of a deal still still awkward but not as big of a deal the lion's den thing, just ba- you know, just because of the nature of the store and how every, you know, you know, yeah, it's lion's den. It's lion's den. I, I that that to me is a little bit more awkward. It's got the edge here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go to lion's den. Um, just that's just an awkward situation. You know, the awkward now, situation. Now let me ask in. you guys this before Troy, you answer here. Do you feel awkward walking in there, even if there is no one in the store? It's just you and the clerk. Do you feel awkward then? Are you okay with that? Uh, because me personally, I walk in there like I'm a king. Like I've been in here a hundred times. I'm coming in. I know what I'm getting. I'm getting it. I'm getting out. Like I don't care what they think of me. Like you don't. You don't know me. I'm cool with it. But I know some people are like, you're going to go in the lion's den. You're literally going to walk in there. You're not going to order it off the internet. I'm like no, I walk in the door and I'm gonna go get it. And I'm gonna walk out. I'm more of like you, but I do understand people that are like, ooh, Martin, brother. Ooh. There's no shame in my game. Huh. I feel it though. I feel it, my guy. What about you, it. Troy? What do you think about this one? I mean, I've been in the lion's den multiple times. Uh, that place doesn't scare me, make me nervous. Troy, uh, I just feel like you might have the uh, 25% card on your keychain <laughs> for this place. 
So, but I just feel like if I'm comparing both situations, and, and DG made a good point that your first day of school as a as a new kid, or your first day of work as an adult, even an adult, you know, I'm coming into my first job. I'm nervous. Yeah, I've met my boss probably, but all the people I'm working with, I don't know their personalities. No. I don't know how they're judging me based on you know just visual. Like it, it's very, I, I just feel like that's more awkward. So I'm going with the underdog, the sixth seed here. Uh, First your, day. I mean, I guess it don't matter. Lions Den moves on. Let's go down to the two seven DG. What we got? The two seed is seeing someone fall against the seven foreign people on the phone talking. Okay. So seeing someone fall, we all seen the Matthew Stafford and his wife, uh, the Super Bowl parade. They're having drinks. They're a little sloshed up, you know, and there's a photographer on the stage with them. And she takes one back step and she falls straight off the stage. And you've seen what Matthew Stafford did. He was like, oh, fuck, what do I do? And just turned around and walked away and like pushed his wife and said, hey, you take care of this. We've all been there. We've all seen someone slip on ice and bust their ass. We've all seen someone, you know, fall up or step off a curb and fall, twist their ankle, whatever it is. We've seen people fall. Yes, it is funny. But then in the back of your mind, like, should I go help them? Do they want me to help them? What should I do? It's just an awkward situation. Because if they see you, like, looking at them, they're, like, pushing you away. Like, no, I don't need help. Or they're, like, hurt. Like, this guy should come help me, but he's not. You just never know what the right thing is to do. It's an awkward situation, man. We've all been there. Foreign people on the phone. Once again, it happens every day to everybody. Like, if you call customer service, like, to DirecTV, I call in a bitch all the time about my bill because it goes from $90 one month to 190 the next month. What the hell? I call in all the time, and half the time, I get someone that I just can't understand. Some and you jump. and you feel you feel awkward asking them a hundred times, "What was that? What did you say? Can you repeat that?" That's awkward to me because I feel bad that they have to repeat themselves. And you know, on the other line, the other end of the phone, you're like, "Is this guy an idiot? I'm tired of repeating myself." It's just an awkward conversation to have. That's all I'm saying with this two seven. Um, I kind of like the seven seed here, but I'm going to go with seeing someone fall just because if they're hurt and you don't help them, you're an asshole. But sometimes you don't know who they are and you feel awkward to go up to them. Maybe they don't want your help. They start cussing you. You just never know what's going to happen. I'm with you, Rolski. Um, Seeing someone fall. And the fact is, you're around people almost every day. So you could instantly see something versus, you know, your phone bill is most time once a month. You have to be on the phone, but you're with people every day. You could see someone fall almost every day. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay. I think seeing someone fall is is bad, but what makes it twice as bad to me is when they know you saw them exactly, fall. Exactly, man. When that when that eye contact happens, that makes it that that really makes it awkward because then they're thinking, is this prick going to come over and help me? Or, or they're going to think I really hope that prick doesn't come over and help me. Exactly. I don't need his help. And you're sitting there like, should I go? Should I stay? <laughs> I like, know, What's going to make them feel the Sucks, most comfortable? Dude. It's it's a nerve-wracking situation. That's a good one. Um, and I've been in the exact same situation where you are talking to customer service folks yeah, on man. the phone. And, it, I, you know, it's nothing racist. No, it's, it's just, not at all. You can't, you just, you know, they they don't quite have a good grasp on English, at, at least enough for our hick-ass ears to understand especially down here in southern Ohio. right right southern so, Ohio. and it and it does get i mean i i'm 
And they know. get just as mad at us that we do at them. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just frustration because yeah. you just can't understand the other person. And so, yeah, I mean, I've been known to just say, oh, yeah, you're breaking up, hang up, call back and hope you get somebody that speaks a little better English. Okay. I've, you know, I've done that. Um, but for me, it's probably going to be the the fall. Yeah, the fall, man. It's got to be the fall, Troy. You agree? Yeah, I'm going to go with the fall here. Uh, I haven't had a lot of situations, Experience. experiences with the other uh, the foreign yeah talk I, I i try to avoid that at all possible i'll just hang up i ain't gonna deal with the shit <laughs> but, uh, if i can't understand them i'm just yeah. done but yeah. uh okay. so, but the fall you painted a good picture dg yeah about, he, he explained it the best uh, a, a good flash moment there yeah. to when you eye contact just very very awkward all right let's get to the uh, lead eight dg we got uh catfish number one versus fart number four what are your thoughts on this yeah, so we we you know we've talked about both of these in depth. Um, I, I think I think fart's going to be. I'm going to take the upset here. I'm going to take fart over catfished just because farting uh, happens way more frequently than people getting catfished, and it's way more public. Okay, you know, a guy, a, one of your buddies could get catfished and nobody could ever know about it. But you fart in public, people know about it. That's funnier and more awkward. So I'm going to take the four here. Okay. I'm going to go catfish for the total opposite reason. I think the catfish is a more awkward situation because farting happens more often. I mean, people fart. I mean, it's, it's just something that we do. You don't get catfished every single day, but when it happens, it's more awkward. I'm going catfish. I'm going to go farting. I'm going to go farting because sometimes, man, when it stinks, it stinks. <laughs> and you got to own up to it. And if you have a situation where you're constantly farting all the time and it stinks, hey, you got to deal with that person if you have to work with them. So I'm going to go farting. Okay. Troy, what do you think? I mean, I'm thinking this thoroughly. I mean, I try to analyze I'm hoping any, you are. anything I do. So for me. Big numbers guy. Um, Like the farting happens so quick. Yeah. Like, yes, it's very awkward at that time. It could stink. It's loud. It's it's just quick. Like, yes, it's very awkward at that moment in time. But then, as time rolls on, pretty quickly, it's like, okay, we forgot yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it'll get better. But the catfish never gets better. You're gonna tell that story on and on. And you're gonna remember it. Just like you remember when that shit happened. That oh yeah, when that happened, my buddy or your friend. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> It, that's yes it's very awkward and just lasts forever so the length of time that it lasts i'm going with catfish here okay of course k's already on it he's on the board it says catfish is more embarrassing and awkward all right okay catfish moves on let's go down to the lion's den number three versus the fall number two and i think this might be one of the toughest matchups we're going to have tonight troy we're going to start with you on this one What's more awkward, seeing someone fall or meeting up with someone in Lion's Den that you're embarrassed about? Yeah, I mean, again, with the Lion's Den thing, I mean, you're right. When you know somebody and you run into them, yes, it can be kind of awkward. But I, for me, I think sex is normal. Sex is, is life. Like, we do it on a regular basis. Well, at least some of us do. Um <laughs> Now, Troy, let me ask you this. Let me put you in this situation before you answer this. What would happen if you seen your mother-in-law in the same store? Yeah. It would be, <laughs> yes, even more awkward. Yeah. Okay. So now you got me thinking. Oh, you got you to got, you got, you got swayed now. Yeah. 
I'll answer. We'll come back to you. I'm going Lions Den 100%. I mean, people fall every single day. It's not every day you walk into a Lions Den and see someone you know. That's some awkward ass shit. I've done it before. Lions Den moves on easy, in my opinion. DG. I'm, I'm with you. Lions Den. Martin. I'm going to go fall. Okay. And I'm going to go fall just because, again, to make eye contact with somebody who's falling, and if you don't do something, you're an asshole. But then again, if you do try to do something. They might get mad at you. They don't want your help. You're, you might be an asshole. So I'm gonna go fall. Okay, Troy, back to you. I mean, there's different situations. Oh yeah, on both that, that's, of them. That's the good thing about this. <laughs> so I'm trying to lean one way or the other. Um, I mean, you painted a good picture there earlier, and I'm on a good lines den. Okay, here. lines den moves on. So in the elite eight in the sex tape region, we've got a catfish versus the lions den. DG, let's hop down to the Troy region. Troy named this himself, didn't he? <laughs> No, Troy's come just, on! I'm not awkward. Troy's his own awkward situation. What we got? Uh, one hurting a kid versus eight first time at the gym. The four of the five, your card declines and puking in public. The three seed coughing during COVID against the six seed eye contact, and then the two seed Jim Dix against the seven seed random boner. Let's hop back up to the one hurting a kid. We've all been playing with a kid. Maybe it's our cousin. Maybe it's our friend's kid. You're playing with them just a little too rough. You might knock them down. You might hit them in the face with the ball because they can't catch. You hurt them. They start crying. Awkward situation all around. That's a one seed because I feel like everybody at this table has made a kid cry one way or another, somehow, some way, and we all feel bad for it. We go up to them. We pick them up. Their mom comes over. Oh, my God, what happened? What happened? You're like, hell, I don't know. He can't catch. I hit him in the face with a ball. You know what I mean? It just sucks. First time at the gym, I've been there. I walk in looking all scrawny. We got the big guys over there just pushing hundreds, like dumbbells, uh, bench press, whatever it is. And I'm over there, you know, picking up a 10, you know, <laughs> looking at the mirror, you know. That's all I can do. Or I'm just running on the treadmill because I'm too embarrassed to get over there with the guys who are big, lifting the weights. First time at the gym sucks, man. But hurting the kid's even worse. That's the one seed. It's one seed for a reason. I'm going hurting a kid. Yeah, in that matchup, uh, I'll probably go hurting a kid as well. I've I've uh, I've been a, a, the new guy at a, uh, probably two three different gyms in my life, and it's only awkward for I don't know the first fifteen minutes, and then everybody just kind of. But the thing is, when you started, you weren't scrawny though. You've had weightlifting experience. I'm talking about the guy like me who's never lifted a weight in his life, and he walks in there. He's intimidated. He's awkward. I don't think people. Probably even worry about that or give you that look. I think people make a bigger deal about that than it actually is. I think new guys that are brand new to the gym, it's way more, it's way bigger of a deal to them than it is to the guys that have been going to the gym forever. I think, I mean, it's still awkward. So hurting a kid here. Yeah. What do you think, Martin? Oh, 1,000% hurting a kid. We don't have to talk a whole lot about it. No. no, Okay. This is easy. Same. Hurting a kid. Okay, that's an easy one. Let's go down to the four. Card declining versus the five, puking in public. You walk up, you got your groceries, full cart. There's a whole line behind you at Kroger's. You put your card in. Eh, eh, eh. The guy goes, card decline. You don't have another one. What do you do? How embarrassing and how awkward is that? I've been there. I'll go up and try to buy a can of dip and a case of beer, and he's like, uh-uh. Something happened here. Something ain't right. It could be just simple as your chip is malfunctioned. Or it could you could have zero dollars in your account, but the person behind you is like, man, this asshole don't have no money. That's awkward, and you don't have another card. You don't have no cash on you. That sucks. 
puking in public though. You're at a bar, you're out, you're having a great time, you're shit faced. You got a whole crowd of people around you and you're just the guy at the bar taking a shot. Don't go down right. You turn around, you just puke all over the floor and all the people like back up like, oh my God, this asshole, you just, pu- you just puked everywhere. You don't want to be that guy at the bar. Hard one for me. I'm going to let DG answer it first. So to me, when your card declines and, and right, I mean, it could be insufficient funds, but it could also just be a chip malfunction. And my thing is really the only two people that are going to know about it is you and the cashier. Maybe the guy behind you. Maybe the guy behind you. But then again, the guy maybe the guy behind you doesn't even really give a shit. He's just ready to get his get check out and get the hell out of there. And, you know, if the machine makes a sound or whatever, he's not going to know what the reason was, you yeah. know. So to me, that one's not as embarrassing as puking in public, especially if you're in a public situation, like a really public situation like a bar. Or alcohol's involved. Yeah. Because then everybody's just going to, oh, this guy, this guy can't hold his liquor or whatever. You talked me into it. I'm going puking in public along with you. That's where I'm going to. I was going to go the other way. But after thinking about it, you know, getting your car declined, only maybe two or three people are going to know. You and the cashier and then the person behind you. But puking in public, when everybody sees you, I'm with DG. Just embarrassing. But the, the chip... The card declining, it, like you said, it could be multiple things. Chip malfunction, not a big deal. Hey, my chip, my card just beat up. Like, I'm rough with it. Or, hey, it's your piece of shit swiper that's <laughs> fucking broke. Like, yeah, it could and be. that happens a lot. Yeah, like, you asshole. Maybe you should replace that. Like, oh, I got to use a bag over the card to make it work. Like, the fuck out of here. Yeah, so that one, it's... It's, it's whatever. Really, yeah, so I'm I'm definitely leaning. Uh, what is that other one? Puking in public. Yeah. That so one. these were two easy ones. Let's hop down to the three six. Coughing during COVID versus eye contact. COVID. Last two and a half years, we've all experienced it. Everybody listening to this podcast has experienced it. Coughing in COVID is just an awkward situation because everybody stares at you. They're like, "Why are you out in public? Yeah, You're really? coughing." We we made this such a big we issue. we ourselves yes we Society, the people yeah. we made this a big deal but it is awkward if you sneeze nowadays if you cough nowadays if you're in a public place people stare at you and you're like hey man what the hell that sucks I mean that's a terrible feeling even if you're not sick eye contact man if you're talking about someone at a bar with your friends like someone's across the way and you're telling a story about them not in a good way. Say you're you're kind of talking shit about them a little bit, and they don't know it, but then they kind of look at you, and you kind of like make eye contact with them, and you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. They know we're talking about them. It's an awkward situation, but I feel like coughing during COVID is like the bigger problem nowadays. I'm going to go coughing during COVID, the three seed. I'm going to go with coughing. Because you're a badass, and you don't give a shit if you make eye contact with them or not. I don't really care. I knew that was coming from you. Yeah. I mean, you made a good point there about trying to paint a picture of, you know, you're talking about somebody and they overhear that like conversation. their ears and, perk up. Yeah, and they give you a look or something. Like, oh, shit. Like, oops. In that situation, you're right. Very awkward. But nowadays with the COVID, like, you see somebody coughing in the store or something, you give them a look like, why didn't you stay home? Like, what the hell? Two years ago, I wouldn't have done that. Like, no. Oh well, it's it's made me. It's just today's world. We're yeah, we've in. changed, and uh, I guess that one doesn't bother me as much as the other one. The eye contact. Yeah. You not, think that's worse? 
I do. Okay. Two, coughing during COVID. One, eye contact. DG, it comes to you. Eye contact. For real. For real. Why is that? Uh, coughing during COVID. It's kind of funny, but I, back when the pandemic was like full force, I read somewhere on socials that uh, coughing during a pandemic is like shouting the F word in public. It's like the new F word. Yeah. Like you cough at the grocery store and people turn and look at you. Like oh, you just, yeah. Like no, you just it shouted is. the F word. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's legit, but I already had, and it never happened to me, but I already had a a pre-made up response if anybody ever like looked at me if I coughed or sne- sneezed in public and it was just going to be allergies. Allergies. Sorry. <laughs> But awkward eye contact with people, that to me is a way way bigger issue. Okay, 2-2, two, two, Corey K. we're going to the board. What's he got? COVID coughing. Oh, okay. bullshit. The three seed moves on. Coughing during COVID is the more awkward situation. DG, let's hop down to the 2-7. What we got? The two seed just says Jim Dix. Not sure what that means. The seven seed says random boner. Sunny so story. The we two have seed. A, uh, we have a... Uh, it's a dick off. A genitalia dick off. I like that. <laughs> it's a dick off. So funny story. I'm in the wild league. <laughs> he is laughing. He can't even, can't even look straight. It's a dick off. The two seven in the Troy region is a dick off. So yeah. we got... What's the, a coincidence? The, the, How do we get the dicks? Jim <laughs> <laughs> dicks versus random boner. So the gym dicks. I'm in the uh, men's league... YMCA league, the basketball league now. And I've been leaving from work to go play because some games have been at 5.30 and I get off at 4.30, so it's a half-hour drive. And as soon as I get there, i got to change my clothes. So I go into the locker room, and I kid you not, this week I was going in for a game on Monday. And the men's – I never go in there if I don't have a game at 5.30. This is the first time I've ever been in there. First time I've ever had a game at 5.30. Walk into the locker room. Get settled in, sit down the sit down on the bench by a locker, you know, start taking my shoes off. And this guy walks around the corner. It reminded me of you, DG, about your swimming story. This older guy, he was probably sixty, uh, roughly sixty-eight to seventy-two years old. I'm not real sure how old he was, but he walked around. He I mean he was kind of athletic build, but gray hair, gray beard, and just didn't give a fuck about anything. He had a speedo on, he had his skull cap on, and he had his goggles on top of his skull cap. Walked around and by God, it just happened to be his locker was right beside me. And this son of a bitch didn't, I mean, kind of get just a head nod, a friendly head nod, and turned his back to me, dropped trouser, and there was his hairy ass right in my face. And when he got his towel, you know, he started wiping around and he spun around. The <laughs> son of a bitch spun around and his dick whipped around. And I swear it almost touched my shoulder. It almost touched me. Jim dicks are the worst dicks. I cannot believe me and Uncle Buck did not talk about Jim dicks. Or gym boners, whatever it is, it don't matter. He swung around. I seen his cock. I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was just an awkward situation. Like I was just like, really, dude? Like you couldn't just like slide down a little bit. Like these old guys. Wait, there was like probably a lot of room there. There was. It wasn't like. There and, was but 10 the thing people. is, I didn't know that was his locker, so I was like literally right beside him, and he didn't, he didn't give a fuck. He's like, hey man, I'm gonna sneak in here. Didn't give me no warning. Just dropped his trousers, took off his speedo, and his dick was just hanging out and out of the corner, out of my peripherals peripherals i could just see his cock and balls and i don't want no part of that so gym dicks are awkward dicks do you guys have any experience about the old guys in these gym locker rooms just being cool with being naked all the time gym dicks okay i thought it meant gym like j-i-m or something but is it spelled g-y-m what the I, fuck, I, don't, <laughs> I don't see I don't, it. I don't know a gym with a dick i, I don't look at jim's dick it's well a, when he read it off I didn't know what Jim Dix meant. I thought it, Jim... <laughs> Jam- James Dix, right? 
Jim, James. Jim, like it was a person, and there was a story I'm not talking behind about it. Any Jim's I don't know. Dick. But now that a Jim or Jim. Well, when he said G-Y-M. it, Jim. <laughs> but how was I supposed to know it was Gym? Well, why the when fuck am I talking it, about a random guy named Jim? How about joint? we just say YMCA dicks? Okay, yeah, would yeah, fair enough. Okay, DG, you've been a part of a lot of gyms. Do you have any old guys that just don't give a shit about hanging their cocks out? It just so happens that my experience has also been in YMCA's. Okay, and only YMCA's. Um, I don't know what it is about YMCA locker rooms that make dudes that are over the age of, you know, 45 think it's a damn nudist colony in there. I mean, you see guys walking out of the shower, they're holding a towel in their hand. Bro, cover up. Nobody wants to see that. I'm telling you, they don't give a fuck. Don't be swinging that thing around. No. Go home, strip down, walk around the living room and do that. Not in the locker room. I agree, man. For all of us, baby. Okay? So, yeah, I don't know what it is, but... Not 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 good. Not good with Marty. The gym you work dicks. out a lot. <laughs> I work out a lot, and I work at a gym. So I'm gonna go the gym dicks most definitely. I mean, I, I, there's some old guys when I'm at work. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. You have a towel, like DG said. You have a towel in your hand. I just can't believe the guy dropped trowel right on my shoulder. <laughs> you have a towel in your hand, and you choose to not. All he had to do was nudge me and say, "Hey, I'm about to get changed. You can scoot I, over absolutely. a little bit." I said, "Yes, sir." I would have went around the corner. Random boner, we all know what it is. I mean, you just pop one, say, DG, you're hard right now during studio. It's kind of random. You're hoping I don't see it through your jeans, but you probably wouldn't care. But let's just say you're playing a basketball game. You're going up for the tip, and you're jumping center, and you got a huge hard on in your white shorts. That sucks. Yeah, that would suck. What's worse? Well, with the random boner, uh, you can tuck it. There are strategies. <laughs> there ain't no strategies for gym dicks. No, there's nothing you can do about gym dick except except turn your head. Yeah, I'm going gym dick here. I am too, Troy. I'm gonna go gym dick, but I still I feel like there's JIM dick. It's not as awkward to me. Not that I I don't like dick, but it's <laughs> no one said you did. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it seems like it's affecting you guys more than it would me. Are you a closet gym dicker? <laughs> Yes, because you sound like you're a closet gym dicker no. right now. I w- I went to the YMCA. I would wear, and a you're town. friends with those older guys. I, I would I, wear. I, I've heard you talk about them. You play pickleball and everything else with the. I would wear out, a towel. You? Troy, you got to tell them the towels. <laughs> you play nude pickleball. No, I would wear the towel to the shower and wear it back. But I'm taking the shower off at my or my, the towel off at my locker. Like I'm I'm not like trying to hold my shit and hide it all. I'm going to take my towel off. I'm drying it. Okay, but Troy, there's a difference between taking your towel off when you get to your locker versus the shower is right there. You have to walk from the shower to your locker. And instead of you having the towel around your waist, you are you have it in your hand and not around yeah. you. There's a difference. So I'm not as bad as some of them, but I mean, I'm a little bit more free than probably you guys would be. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not walking out of the shower with nah. my cock out. So let's head on up to the top. We got hurting a kid, the one seed versus puking in public, the five. We got the one versus five. Puking in public, man, that is rough. But you just feel so bad when you hurt that little child, that little toddler, and he starts crying. You just feel so bad. Your heart breaks for him. But you know what? They're young. They'll toughen up. Puking in public, man. Woo-wee. You don't want to be that guy making a scene at the bar or a public event or at say say you're at a high state basketball game. We were all just up there last weekend. What happened if I got too drunk at the game and I puked all over the guy in front of me? 
That's a scene. Here comes the usher. Here comes the cops. I'm getting escorted out. Am I going to get arrested? You could also get arrested for hurting a kid. I, I, I mean, I guess you could. This is a hard one. What do you think, Troy? I mean, with the kid thing, I mean, I'm always like, hey, toughen him up. Like, uh, what the hell is he crying for, pussy? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Like, come on. Grow some. Yeah. Uh, I just have that mentality. I'm, I mean, I'm like that with my boy too much. And it's like, he's not even got a personality yet. But <laughs> it, 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 I respect it, Troy. You're trying to be tough. I am like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I push that. Is that because you were a pussy when you were growing up? Maybe. <laughs> but to, I mean, I want him to be a man. Yeah. And I want him to, I respect it, you know, succeed. So I'm not saying crying's bad or, well, we didn't say crying, hurting. Just hurting a kid. Accidental. And you're saying accidental. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're not trying not to punch permanent. the kid in the face. I'm just talking about accidentally hurting a you're, kid. You're roughhousing a little too rough. Yeah, yeah and all. they get hurt and they start crying and their mom gets pissed at you. Like, what the hell just happened? It's an awkward and, situation. And I guess the mom would probably be the more awkward situation yeah. than, the, than the kid. Yeah. But I guess, to me, that wouldn't bother me as much. I can handle it. I can get over it. So I'm going with the puking in public. I'm going puking in public as well. I mean, you gave a good example. You're at a game and you puke on somebody. Like, you couldn't control it and it's just made a scene. Maybe the five-seat puking in public was, you know, under-seated here. I think maybe maybe they had a – they underachieved during the regular season. Didn't play as well as maybe they could have. But then they they got hot at the right time. So they were under-seated, but – they're gonna. I feel like overachieving this bracket. Okay. I'm gonna take puking in public over hurting a kid too. Martin, I'm outnumbered because I'm gonna say hurting a kid. Okay, so hurting a kid. Your vote really don't care. It don't matter. Or it don't, don't matter. matter. <laughs> I don't care what your vote is. It don't matter. That's all right. So we have an upset there. I didn't mean that. I really do care what your vote was. Oh, I, know I meant did. to say matter. It doesn't. It's okay. <laughs> I knew what you meant. So puking in public moves on the five seed. Let's go down to the coughing during COVID and Jim Dix. Jim Dix. Fuck COVID. I hate COVID. I'm ready for it to be over. We're getting over it. It won one game, but it's not winning another. Jim Dix, move on. Jim Dix. Yeah, I'm, I'm anti-COVID. So yeah, me yeah, too. Jim Dix. I thought coughing during COVID was lucky to get past eye contact. Me too. I'm definitely taking yep. Jim Dix. Jim, Jim Dix are just awkward. Let's head up to the other region, Collie's Bush. That's an awkward situation. <laughs> Collie's Bush. DG, what we got up here? One seed, faking a skill against eight seeds, spilling a drink at a restaurant. The four and the five matchup, young man buying rubbers against the five seed, breaking someone else's stuff. Good one. Uh, the three six, pooping next to someone against uh, running into an X. And then lastly, the two seed against the seven seed, uh, caught watching porn against jerk downs. Let's head up to the one eight. We've got the faking a skill. Now, I've really got to explain this one. I've got to put it into your head. This is when you like fake an application and you get a job and you get hired and you walk into that job and they're like, okay, let's put you to work. And you have no fucking idea what you're doing. You have absolutely no idea what you're doing. Have you been in that situation? No, I haven't. But I know a lot of people who have like fake it till you make it right. You, 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 you see this job, it pays a hundred thousand dollars a year and you're, you're used to making $35,000 a year and you beef up your fucking application to get this job because you want to make that extra, you know, $65,000 a year. And they give you that job. Say it's an engineering job. Fuck it. And you get in there like, Hey, design something for us. You're like, well, 
no fucking idea how to do this. That's awkward. <laughs> so let's go down to the spilling a drink at a restaurant. I mean, we see it all the time. Maybe you're too drunk. You spill your whole, you know, 32-ounce beer at the bar, and it goes all over the place. Or maybe you're drinking a Coke at a regular table, and you spill it. It goes all over the floor, and everybody in the restaurant looks at you like, oh, my God, this jackass just spilled his... Maybe it splashes on someone else's leg, and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. Now they're pissed at you. The restaurant's looking at you. Not a big deal. It's an eight seed. What do you think, DG? With spilling a drink at a restaurant, I think um, the context matters. If... I'm out for a you know a, a sit down at a sit down restaurant with family. Nobody's been drinking, nothing. Everybody's dead sober, and I accidentally knock over a glass of water. That's not going to be nearly as embarrassing as if I'm out with like five or six of my buddies, and I'm the by far the drunkest out of all of us, and I knock somebody's diet coke all over the place. Like that's going to be way more embarrassing. Like say you're drunk, you get out of your you get off your stool to go to the bathroom, and you like stumble into someone else's table and you knock over their coke all over them that's fucking awkward man that that's bad that's bad yeah faking a skill uh i i totally i can see that happening but i don't think it happens that often so i'm probably going to take the eight the eight over the one here are you serious I'm taking, taking spilling a drink martin what do you think here this this is this i don't is, think it's close it's not close i'm taking spilling a drink Real. <clears throat> this isn't even close. It's upset city, baby. Yeah, it's not close because I mean, you spill a drink. It could be somebody's, like DG said, you could be going to the bathroom and you're that guy who is drunk. But what if you fuck up a production line? Yeah, and you fuck up a company for you know a week or two because but, you don't know what the hell you're doing. You, you I, I agree. You're stopping I, production. You're think, stopping, and then they gotta hire someone. They, I mean, spilling a drink. God damn it! You're cleaning up with napkins. Faking the skill could take weeks. It could take a month to refill that position. Well, and it, I mean, we can argue here, boys. This is the first one I'm getting so, fucking fired up. I think that in today's society, where you have a lot of people changing jobs and going to different. You know, you have a degree, but you're not necessarily using that degree. You are doing something else. So there's a lot of people who are using a skill that they already don't have I'm, in a different in a different field. Yeah, it's awkward. I'm talking about you, a guy who has no fucking idea what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, and he talked his way into Yeah, he job. talked his way into He's just a good talker. I agree. However. And he's going to fuck up the whole off, company. More often than not. And, and you're going to worry about a drink at a restaurant. And more there's often a lot than of, not. I just go get a goddamn mop. I agree. <laughs> what are we talking about? There's a lot of cleanup with this fucking guy we hired. And we how much training did we have to pay yeah, to get exactly. this? Yeah, exactly. We paid this Son asshole for two. On board. Yeah, now it cost us ten grand to get him on board. You don't even know how to use the goddamn program. But let me ask. We're you worried two, about I, buying a new pair Rolski, of drawers and cleaning up some ice. Rolski and <laughs> Troy, this. This is you know you guys want to get the haters on board. You're about to. Oh, we're gonna go. Here we go. Right now. You two. Right now. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's two verse two. We already know. Are, it is. Corey with K. Just go ahead and type yes, in what you ahead. want. It's Corey with K. No, I mean, we ain't got time for it. I don't know. You're the board man, Corey the K. Faking the skill or spilling a drink. Troy, I mean, is this this ain't an argument, is it? I mean, I just see the the percussions of, but of you, hiring somebody. Corey, that, 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 person, that person still has to go through a hiring process. They, so, they got through. So, no, there's no way they get through. There is absolutely no if way you can, that if, person if you can talk gets your through. way through it, Martin, you can there get is, through it. I'm telling you right now, Rolski, there is no way <laughs> that that person who <laughs> messed up their resume to get that job, there's no way they can. I'm going to tell you right now, here's a fucking perfect example. 
I applied for a job the other day on Indeed. It was a construction construction job. It said Chillicothe, Ohio. The guy got a hold of me in Cincinnati. He said my application was perfect for it. I would love for you to because I worked on the Horizons construction <laughs> crew. Fine. He goes, I want you to come down. You your application is perfect. Okay. He wanted me. That's and right. I told him, I said, dude, I thought it was a chill cop. He said, there is no, because I can't work construction. What do I know about construction? Time out. Okay, so you fit right into what I'm saying. You didn't get past the hiring process. No, because I didn't want to make a fool of myself. These people are willing to. I didn't want to do it. I said, there ain't no way I'm working construction. You, you said they I are willing. I can't run a goddamn you bulldozer. You said they are willing to, but that doesn't mean they're going to get hired. No, he what, wanted me. He what, wanted me. Fair enough. You get a hold of him and say, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Are you getting past the first interview? Do you think? Oh, when he starts asking you about all them construction questions. I mean, he may do some research, the prepping. Dude, I could talk my way through it, but as soon as he put me in, like, that's all I'm saying. With, with working with fucking with how hand deep tools and some of these places do interviews now. Dude, there ain't no fucking way, DG. I said, I just told him, I said, dude, there's no way I'm working construction. I seen the payday. I said no. I even though my I did work for Horizons Construction Crew. I was summer help. I rode in a fucking truck and I was a flagger. Okay. I can direct traffic. That's what I should have told him. I said, I'll direct traffic for y'all, but I ain't running no machinery. Need a flagger? Here we go. Faking a skill moves on. That was a good one, boys. That's the first argument we had. I'm great. I'm glad that happened because this was kind of fucking boring, to be honest with you. You wouldn't think a one and an eight would get that much hype. Yeah, well, by God, it did. Let's go down to the four or five, DG. What we got? The uh, four seed is... uh... A young man buying rubbers against a five seed, uh, breaking someone else's stuff. We're in high school. You got a girlfriend. You're trying not to do it raw. You go into the gas station, go into Walmart, and you just put the box of rubbers up there, and you just sit there with a smile on your face <laughs> like, oh, this sucks, but here I am. And the cashier looks at you like, young man, if it's a guy, he's like, go get it. But if it's a lady, she gives you that eye. Like, well, at least I guess you're being safe, and she'll swipe in. You'll hear that ding. She'll throw it in the bag, and she'll say two sixty nine. Huh? Two sixty nine for back for, in the day. Two sixty nine for a box of three rubbers. That was the price. Hmm. You didn't use them. Um, yeah, I didn't use them too often. Okay, <laughs> so let's go to the five seed breaking someone else's stuff. My God, <laughs> that sucks. My one of the perfect examples is like uh, you're playing an Xbox game and you're using someone else's controller, and you get beat, and you get frustrated. You know, maybe you're having a few jinks out of college uh, college buddy's dorm, and you get beat in a tournament or something, and you slam that controller down. But God damn it, the thing comes apart, the analog stick flies out, the X button flies out, and you just broke a $69.99, $70 controller. That sucks because you feel bad, and now you owe that guy 70 bucks. Or, I don't know, say you uh, borrow someone's truck, and you fucking wreck it awkward situation that phone call like hey man you know i was going down to menards to get a load of wood and on the way back i rear-ended somebody that phone call is going to suck tough matchup four five dg what do you think i have experience with the five seed here breaking someone else's stuff uh good buddy of ours mutual friend i'm not going to mention his name but his initials are uncle buck we went on a trip up to lake michigami Back in high school, I was, I think I was a fret. Well, I think I was like, I might have been in college. He might have still been in high school. I don't know. But his dad took their jet ski up there. I've heard this. And the whole weekend, he said, Hey, man, you got to take the jet ski out. You got to take the jet ski out. Now, I don't, you know, I, I've never been on jet ski. I don't know how to do them. I don't, you know, he's riding me the whole week. We're up there. Come on, take that jet ski out. Rip it up, man. Rip it up. So one day, 
one of the last days we were there, I said, all right, put me on the jet ski, whatever. I get my life jacket on. I take it out there. I start ripping it up. <laughs> I get out in the middle of the lake. I don't know what the hell happened. It blew up. I don't know. The, throttle, what, the from, throttle just, I don't know. Yeah, smoke from, smoke pouring out the From back. what I heard, you were in too shallow of water. I have no idea. And you what, got off the jet ski and it was up to your knees, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's just too shallow. Well, I mean, the, no, the nobody, fun, what happened was... The, the nobody ju- gave me a damn instructional video on how to dr- where, <laughs> the, where and how to the drive the damn thing. The jet ski needs to be in deep enough water to where it sucks up the water into the engine, because that's how it runs. And you were too low, so you were revving it up trying to run, and it wasn't sucking the fucking water up, and you blew the fucker up. That's I'm, what happened. I'm, I'm a dumbass college kid. I, I'm not a jet ski expert. He said, get out there and rip it up. I was ripping it up. <laughs> okay. Shallow water, whatever. So you blew up his jet ski. So I blew it up. Yeah. So And that was bad, because they had to come and rescue me in a boat out in the middle of the lake. Yeah. They had to come and get me. They in had the to, middle of the lake? You said it was knee high. I mean, it was in the shallows, but it was like out out there you know like we were out in a i was out in a cove somewhere uh-huh. i don't even know how they ended up finding me because i was like anyway they had to come and get me anyway awkward situation awkward situation i mean i put the jet ski out of commission the thing never ran again yeah no it was done it's still done ne- never ran again it sold it about 10 years later for 200 bucks that in a trailer and just moved it for scrap for scrap so that's that's bad man that's that's a bad situation but you know, buying rubbers when as you're, a kid, man. Oh, that's tough. You know, you're trying to lose your virginity, and you're like, you know what? Tonight be might be the night, so I'm gonna go grab a pack from the gas station. And that lady, when she makes eye contact with you, I mean, you're 16, 17 years old buying a pack. It sucked. A lot of people went up there with confidence, but a lot of people went up there with a lot of nerves. But the, really, the only again, it's kind of like when the they've got to sell it to when you it, when it rejects your card. It's kind of like the the awkwardness is just really between you and the cashier. Exactly, that's it. Yeah, you break somebody's stuff. I mean, a lot of people could, could be involved okay. there. So I think I'm gonna go five C. What do you think, Martin? This is a no brainer. Buying that rubber as a kid, you get nervous. I'm gonna go buying that rubber as a kid. What do you think, Troy? Well, since you these, said you didn't use them, I didn't have to. I didn't experiment a lot. Okay. <laughs> Uh, since uh, DG told a brilliant story there, and uh, that was an expensive piece of equipment, it sounded like, I'm going to go with breaking. I'm going to go with breaking someone else's stuff as well because I bought a lot of rubbers in my day, and I, I mean, uh, at some point you just don't care. You go up, you throw it on the counter, and you just walk away, right? Buying rubbers wasn't that big of a deal, but if you break someone's stuff, I mean, it just sucks because you feel bad. Let's go down to the three six. Hold on, real quick. But like, I, I buy rubbers to this day when. But you're married. Yeah, but there's we don't wanna, change it up a little bit. Well, we don't want a kid either, right? You ever heard minute. of the pullout method? Yeah, I mean, does it always? You don't have enough. Does it always work? If you have enough willpower. <laughs> yeah, but some could slip in. <laughs> okay. So, little, little pre-cons. Yeah, so I'm just trying to be precautionary. Okay. So. Even to this day, what's like, your go-to? I'll hide it in the cart. Like I won't just set it on top. Troy, like, you're fucking thirty-three years I know, old. <laughs> but I'll like put stuff over top of it to hide it, or I'll flip the box or something. Or and it's just stupid. Just just it, me that, being, that is stupid. Yeah, you're thirty-three years old. Man up. Next time, put it right on top of the bread. Fuck it. Let it show. In fact, when you're in line, just shout it out. Hey, everybody! I'm buying condoms. <laughs> Right here. 
Maybe people start to clap for you. Extra lubed and a little bit of ribbed. Let's go to the three six. Pooping next to someone versus the six. Running into an ex. Pooping next to someone. You walk into a public restroom. There's someone shitting, but there's only two stalls. You sit down and you start having battle shits. I don't sit. I leave. I walk out. If someone's shitting in the bathroom, I wait till he's done. Even if you're prairie dogging? No, let's say you literally have to shit, Troy, and you go down and you sit down next to someone and you have to shit. That's an awkward situation. Say he goes, you go, he goes. It's like kind of like a battle shit situation. That's an awkward situation. Running into an ex. Let's say you guys just broke up. A week later, you're out on the prowl again. You walk into the bar and she's already hanging all over another guy. You're just like, like she found someone already. And you walk in and you're just like, oh. Do you miss her? Do you hate her? How does it go? Either way, it's going to be awkward. What do you think, DG? You know, pooping next to somebody. He's shitting, you're shitting. We all we all got to shit. It's a natural bodily function. Who cares? Uh, running into an ex is terrible. Terrible. Been there many a time. Rough. I'm going, I'm going the six over the three here. Okay. I don't have much experience running into an ex because I've been with the same woman for a long fucking time. But pooping next to someone, till this day, I don't like doing it, and I won't do it. I'm with Troy. I'll walk the fuck out, and I'll prairie dog that son of a bitch until I find another restroom. I'll run across the alley run across the fucking highway to another McDonald's. I don't give a shit. I'm not shitting next to someone. I'm taking a three seed. Martin? <laughs> I'm with DG. Running to that ex. It's, it's like... <laughs> And she knows you're there, too. Uh-huh. And then she starts making out with the guy right in front of you. Fuck, why would you do that? Why would you do that, you bitch? Oh, fuck you. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. In your head. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. tongue, tongue, oh. oh. you would do that. Yeah, you I'm would. Here. Yeah. The ex. Okay, Troy. Tiebreaker. Well, Troy, what did you say? I don't think Troy answered. Oh, my bad. No, I mean... What's the options again? <laughs> pooping, ne- pooping next yeah, to someone, yeah, yeah, running yeah. into an ex. I thought Troy said Troy said you're dip, you're dipsetting. You're not you're not yeah. waiting around to poop. So yeah, I can't handle pooping beside. I I leave the the bathroom. But, but I, see but that, I think feet that's a, I think that's a problem though. Stall. But I think that's a problem because you feel like that would be more awkward. What is? If you say, oh, well, I'm definitely going to leave, I feel like that's so awkward for you that you don't want to do it. So it's that so would be, aw- Yeah, it's so awkward. Right. So, so th- that's going to be your answer then, right? Yeah, numbers the, three. The pooping. Okay. Yeah, pooping's Corey the, K. the winner. Pooping's the winner because Corey K says he's not pooping next to someone. Pooping su- next to someone sucks. So DG's shaking his head. Him and Martin are mad about this one. Guys, express your thoughts. I mean, I had to upset in this one all the way. I mean, it, I too. it's not that big a deal, you know. You you walk. It's hey, not, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I get it. I, we that, all do it. But it just listen, sucks, man. listen, Troy, and and Rolski, but mainly Troy. If you gotta go, you gotta go. And I I am with you both. Like I I hate shitting beside people. I can't stand it. But however, I've I, never done it. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. Thirty two years on either. this world, I've never sat down beside someone and shit. Go down to the two seven. <laughs> Two seven. Caught watching porn versus jerk downs. Caught watching porn, boys. As a young kid, let's just say you're young and your mom walks in. Me and Uncle Buck talked about it. The mom walks in, she catches you watching porn, she rips the computer out the wall. You crash the internet for the whole South the whole, South Central Ohio. Exactly. That sucks. I went home crying that day. That was a terrible situation. I mean, seven C jerk down. I was at my college basketball practice, and during our practice, it's an open gym. Because there was a walkway above the bleachers, and there was probably, I don't know, 
25 to 30 older gentlemen and women walking around. And my buddy Chiz, during practice, I was up top, like I was the point guard for some reason at this time, and he was sitting out, and he came up behind me, jerked down. I'm telling you, caulking balls all out in front of all these people. So I mean, he, he got I don't you. know if they, I don't know if they seen me. I don't know if they, you know, just wasn't paying attention. But if they did, they seen it all because I was so like embarrassed. I was shell shocked. You know, most people when they get a jerk down, they'll pull them up real quick. I left them down. I left him down. I was just like, seriously, dude. I looked at him. I'm like, seriously. Like it's just all out, like naked in front of public. I mean, I'm in public place and my cock is out. So you didn't have tight underwear or anything? I had spent dude, he got me he he got the fingers in and ripped them down. I dude, I always wore what do they call it? The compression shorts. I always wore the compression shorts when I was playing. He, he got those down? He, all of it down. Yeah, he got you good. No, yeah, so a, a good jerk down versus caught watching porn, DG, what do you think? Uh, I'm taking the the two over the seven. I think it's a no brainer. If you get caught watching porn, if it's by your mom oh, or your significant other, say you're your, at home alone, yeah, your wife, or your something. your wife walks in and sees <laughs> sees you banging one off real quick. Yeah, this this is not even close. Okay, so let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> Number two, caught watching porn moves on. Let's hop back up. Let's get to the elite eight. Faking a skill, the one seed versus breaking stuff, the five seed. Martin, let's start with you on this one. Ooh, come back to me. Uh, we, I mean, we've hit on these. We've had stories. Yeah, I mean, um, this is just make or break time right here. <sighs> DG, let's go to you. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought faking a skill was lucky to make it past the eight seed in the first round. So I I'm, agree. I'm taking break stuff over faking the skill. I'm taking faking the skill hard right here because I feel like if you fake it till you make it and you fuck up bad you're screwing a lot of different people you're not just screw if you break someone's stuff you're only screwing one person but if you fake a skill you're screwing a whole company company wide the breaking the breaking someone's stuff beat what again breaking stuff beat a young man buying rubbers rubbers. okay so this matchup for me is just it's it's what it to me it's like watching two bad teams that made the tournament and they happened to win the first game. Because you voted for the rubbers. So it's just yeah, okay. like, you know, whatever. I'm going to go with, uh, let's just go with uh, breaking stuff. Okay. And, and I, I, I disagree again, but go ahead, Troy. And I'm going to go breaking stuff okay. along with you too. Uh, because I feel like it's, you know, the company's fault for not doing their due diligence on hiring that person or something. So... The breaking thing, it's just like you painted a good story earlier, DG, that, I mean, you could have a high-dollar item that... Jet ski. It just really... You maybe didn't know, and you just accidentally broke it, but it's like, well, what do I do? do I, how much do I pay? How much... He didn't have I, no fucking money too bad. Yep. Yeah. That time, he was a college kid. Let's go down. Let's go to pooping next to someone, the three-seed versus what, catching, or caught watching porn. Not close. I would rather, I guess, shit next to someone than have my wife walk on me jerking one off to Bella Danger. You have to, my brother. So, caught watching porn moves on. Same. Same. Porn. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Troy, as simple as that. Porn. Let's hop down to what region is this, DG? This is small wiener region. Oh, the small wiener region. Okay. One verse eight. Uh, Accidental text versus uh, talking to the cops drunk. The four and the five trough pisses. Versus listening to people argue or fight. The three and the six matchup caught in a lie against vax conversations, vaccine conversations, 
and then the two seven pooping on an airplane against pissing the bed. Let's hop back up to the one eight. We got the accidental text. Now this one here, boys, this could get you in a lot of trouble in a lot of different ways. Say you're an asshole. Say you got a girlfriend. Say you're texting someone else. Say you're, you know, sliding behind closed doors. You're trying to get another piece of ass. You're texting your side chick and you accidentally send it to your girlfriend. That's a problem. Or say you're getting some nudes from your woman and right underneath your text conversation, that's a best friend or a mom. You accidentally send your text (laughs) to your mom and it's a picture of your cock. (laughs) That just sucks, right? I mean, that's a terrible situation. How are you going to explain that? Talking to the cops drunk, been there, done that. Y'all heard the mayor's cup. I was hiding in the closet. I came out stumbling. I was face to face with three or four sheriffs, drunker and shit, and they knew I was drunker and shit. They could have took me to jail, but they didn't. Thank God. I've talked to a lot of cops drunk in my day, but the accidental text is so much worse because if you are smart and you're just not a dumbass, when you're talking to a cop, just don't say anything. One word answers. Don't mouth off. Don't say anything stupid. Give them what they want. Be polite, and you can get away with whatever you need to get away with. They will let you go. Just don't be a jerk off. You know and, what I mean? And that's how I'm going to be for the eight seed. It's just I'm going to be professional Exactly. In don't, if you're so drunk, just shut up. Just don't even talk. Don't say a word. Let your buddies talk for you. Accidental text is a landslide here. Never personally experienced the old accidental text. But it can easily be done. I mean, you got so many group texts. And- You're right. You're right. I've had to double, speaking of group texts, I've had to really double check some of the texts I've sent our group to make sure that they were going oh, to the yeah. right, the right but place. But the thing is, once you're drinking, you it, just hit, tough. You just hit right. that Sid button, right. brother. It's tough. Yeah, you might have swayed me a little bit there. I've never talked to the cops drunk. I have talked to campus safety drunk before. Though. <laughs> okay. And that's it's not the same thing. Yeah, it's pretty about, similar. About damn near the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, mm, come back to me. Martin. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. Accidental. Once you hit that send button, send there button, ain't no going back, bro. There's no going back. It's a wrap. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the one seat here. Just, I mean, it could be anything. I mean, the worst is your genital picture. Going to, your to yeah, somebody you didn't want it to go to. Troy, so you're going accidental here? Yeah, the pick, yeah. Okay. Same. Okay, so the one seed moves on. I guess on. it didn't say pick, it says text. Yeah, accidental text, which it can be a pick and a text. Let's go down to the four or five. Trough pisses versus listening to people argue slash fight. So let's start with the five here. We talked a little bit about trough pisses on a few episodes ago, DG. But let's start with listening to people argue slash fight. Let's put yourself into a... Uh, third wheel situation you've got me and my wife and one of you guys are sitting at the dinner table with us and we are just going off on each other about personal issues like back and forth like this sucks like your money my money whatever it is and you got to sit there and listen to that but and you're just acting like you're like looking at your phone like i mean i don't want no part of this conversation i'm hearing a lot of things that i don't want to hear and it's just personal shit and you're just like man this is awkward like hey i'm going to step out that's an awkward situation. I feel like everybody has been a part of that at least somehow, some way, right? Trough pisses, though. You walk in into an old school bar, and they just got that horse trough full of ice, and everybody's just standing there with their cocks out, and they just start pissing. And everybody in that bathroom sees each other's private parts. I mean, it's usually just a, 
a tip. Like you don't see the whole thing, right? Just the tip, just, just for a second. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have a quick glance. Like you're not like staring at it. I don't there might be a couple guys in there that got more than the tip showing, Troy. <laughs> I mean, we all got to use the bathroom. You know, we got to use the bathroom as men. Yeah, so, the, the the trough don't bother me. It don't bother me. I mean, either. I'm not going to go stand right beside you and put my arm around you. I mean, no. I, I really, I really don't gonna, like the trough pisses. I really don't. It goes back to like the gym dicks. I just don't like seeing dicks out. You know, well, I'm no, not a big well, dick well, guy. There, there's no law that says you got to look, Rolski. <laughs> I know, but damn it. Like I said, put I put your blinders about, on. Keep your eyes straight I ahead. I talked about the peripherals. I can see it, DG, and but you know I'm right. It's hard not to have just this quick glance. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm. <laughs> you mean you mean when I'm you, not trying to, but it's. I mean, it's hard not to have a quick glance. He's kind of right. I mean, you know he's right. <laughs> like everybody's I'm smiling. trying to be honest. Here. Yeah. I mean, dude, when a guy walks up but he opens up his zither and he flips it out, you're like, there's movement. There, there. it is. So like you eye, see it. Your eyes. You fucking I mean, see you're it. Holding yours and you're pissing straight ahead. And he whips his out. It's you just see movement over there. So your peripherals <laughs> is catching a little bit of that. Oh fuck, Joe. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> DG, what do you think? Oh, uh, man, I, I'm really glad that uh, listening to people argue made the tournament because, damn it, that's a great one. Yeah. Oh, dude. It sucks. It, nothing, nothing. I can't think of many other social situations that make me want to disappear more than being a spectator in like a domestic dispute that's happening yeah. right, right in front of your face. Yeah. Man. So I'm going to have to take the five. I'm going five as well. Five. Five seed. Okay. The, the, uh, Argue slash fight, listening to it, it moves on. Let's hop down to the three six. DG, go ahead and explain this one. The three is uh, you, you get caught in a lie. You get caught lying, and then the six seed is vaccine conversations. God damn it! Back to the COVID thing. But it is, it is, it's a six seed. It is a awkward conversation. Let's say you're visiting people that are pro, like very into the COVID situation. They're very cautious, and they've got vax, whatever. But, you know, like me, I haven't, I, I didn't get the vax, which that's my choice, whatever it is. Everybody's got their own choice. But when I get into that conversation with somebody and they say, did you get vaccinated? And I say, no, the look on their face, the disappointment, whatever it is. And then they ask me why that conversation is just something that I don't like to have. You know what I mean? Caught in a lie, though. Being a liar is one of the worst things you can do in life. And I love, I absolutely love catching people in lies because I will bust your ass out and I will tell you about it. Like, dude, don't, don't lie to me because I will catch you. And I, I take pride in that because I can bust ass in lies. And I mean, caught in a lie sucks. I'm not a big liar. I will not lie. Three seed moves on here because if you get caught in a lie, you're just an asshole. You, sh you sure you shouldn't check back into law enforcement? Dude, I if I I swear I, could, I, could, I swear I could, to God I, I swear so, to God I'd be a great detective. I, I would so be a great see detective you in a dimly lit interrogation room, just grilling this shit out of some. Dude, people. I would fucking love it, DG. I would love it. Man, it's so fun. But yeah, caught in a lie. I mean, that sucks, man. Vax convos. It is what it is. It's an important subject nowadays because it happens so much. But caught in a lie is so much worse. Awkward. Caught in a lie is definitely a tough one. I. <laughs> If I've ever been caught in a lie, I can't remember. You're what, not a liar. How it feels like. So it, it's probably happened. I just can't remember. 
two of the hot button topics that everybody's talking about right now, Russia, Ukraine, and the pandemic. Those yep. two, right? Yep. And man, like for somebody to have the audacity to just come out and and ask somebody else, are you vaccinated? Exactly. Like, oh my, that is a social you that's just something you don't do. You and, don't do that. And you know what, you know what really God damn, I feel like we're getting political here, but just the bars before you can walk in, let me see your vax card. Because in New York City, they're doing that right now. Yeah. You're not getting anywhere unless you have a vax card. So that's, I mean, some places you just can't travel to nowadays if you're like me. But what it is what it is. Like you said, it's just something you don't do. No, exactly. I've been to, uh, I, I, me and my wife went to a, a uh, one of my favorite stand-up comedians had a show back in November. You had to show your vax card to get in. I'm gonna tell you what, man. The line to get into that place, pretty, pretty touch and go. Really, pretty. A lot of people walked away. Yeah, a lot of people okay. said, "Oh, I, nobody told me about the vax card thing," and they just, they just walked out. F it. They just said, oh, "Here, take my eighty bucks for my two yeah. tickets. I'm, I'm out. Right. I'm gone." So, what are you going here? Oh, um, I'm, I'm just gonna take the six over the three here. Vax, okay. Vaccine conversations move on for me. I'm going caught in a lie, yeah, man. Nothing it, worse than a liar. It is nothing worse than a lie. And if you're caught in a lie, you're you're the guy being caught. Yeah. Talk about you. Yeah. You just got to fess up. Yep, like you, you know what? You up. got me. That sucks, Troy. What do you think? Uh, he don't even know what the fuck. I was on. reading text. <laughs> <laughs> Did your wife send you a nude? <laughs> no, but go ahead and read that one. Not bad. <laughs> Can I read it out loud? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> Conda liar vaccine. The vaccine thing yeah. just pisses me okay, off. Okay, so it, it, lie? it doesn't like put me in an awkward situation. It just pisses me off. So Con- number three. Caught in a lie. Okay, caught in a lie moves on. Let's hop down to the two verse seven. The number two is pooping on a plane versus seven, pissing the bed. Pooping on a plane. I've never done it personally because it is way too awkward. The people see you get up. They see you go to the restroom, and then they see you come back 15 to 20 minutes later like, oh, my God, that guy was in there shitting. And we wonder why this whole plane stinks to hell, because that jackass was back there shitting. You're you're ruining the experience for everybody else because we've all been there. Someone shits on that plane, it stinks the whole thing up, and it sucks. Yeah, it like seeps out. Yeah, like pooping on a plane maybe even should have been a one seat here, but it's a two pissing the bed. You piss the bed. You wake up in a puddle of your piss. I've done that several times. I mean, me and Rick talked about it. I pissed in his mom and dad's camper several times. I pissed on his mom and dad's couch a few times. Awkward situation. 100%. I cleaned it up. I did what I needed to do. I helped calm the situation. Pooping on a plane. You can't calm that situation, brother. That's just a storm of brewing. I'm going pooping on a plane, the two seat easy here. Uh, something, something to be said for pissing the bed. Back in college, I had a uh, an acquaintance of mine piss my bed, and for that person, I know that person was ultra next level embarrassed about that. But the person was only embarrassed in front of me. You know what I mean? It, nobody else knew about it. I didn't like go around telling exactly. everybody. About it. When you're on a plane, ain't nowhere to hide. You get up, everybody on the plane sees you walk into that bathroom. Everybody on the plane 
in their head, they're thinking, okay, it's been 10 minutes, yeah. it's been 12 minutes, okay, well, they're not just taking a piss in there. You come out, the next dude walks in, and you can tell when they open the door that that smirk, that grimace on their face, They, oh, everybody feels that pain. I'm taking the plane. I'm taking the plane. Yeah, agreed. Okay, plane. so this is easy. I like when you guys just agree with that. No arguing, no nothing. Pooping on a plane, the two versus seven, the two moves on. Let's hop up. Let's get into the Elite Eight. The accidental text, the one seed, going against listening to people argue the five seed. Now, this is a tough one, guys. This might be another, you know, a tough matchup here. The one versus the five. Do we have an upset Bruin, DG? We could have an upset Bruin. And it's interesting because in the Collies Bush region, we also had a five and a one. And the the five came out on top up there also. Okay. Martin, accidental text versus listening to people argue. Which do you think is more awkward? Accidental text. I think the accidental, accidental text, text. I think the one seat here, I really do. I think the one seat here just blows it away. Because listening to people argue, boys, walk away. Get up, walk away. Yeah. Go outside, do something. Make a phone call. Call your call your best friend and say, hey, man, this is awkward. I just need to talk to somebody. Accidental text, there ain't no going back, brother. Once that thing is sinned. That thing is sent. It is awkward from that point on, and you've got to talk your way out of it somehow, some way. I'm going accidental text, Troy. Yeah, I'm going to go with text here too, but with the argument, um, I always feel like that's kind of entertainment for me, like (laughs) seeing that, you know, seeing – just an okay. argument good i mean it depends you, on the type of argument you don't or, you don't feel like that's, bickering is that not uncomfortable for you at all no i mean to a point i mean if it gets you know very violent then yes it would be awkward but i mean i guess i wasn't leaning towards no that, i'm not that. i'm not trying to like have a guy punch a girl in the face or anything this is just yeah. arguing yeah I'm, uh, we're going text here yeah you swayed me rolski i'll take i'll take the text Okay, so the text moves on. Let's hop down to the caught in a lie versus pooping on a plane. Now, boys, another tough one. I feel like the small wiener region is really pushing out some bangers here. Uh, caught in a lie versus pooping on a plane. Caught in a lie. Once again, you never want to be that guy who's caught in a lie because I fucking hate liars. If there's one person I hate, it's a liar. Don't want any part of them. If you're a liar, I'm going to cut you out. Pooping on a plane, though. Oh, my gosh. You're only going to see them people for two hours five hours whatever it is you might not ever see him again in your life i'm going caught in a lie here have you ever pooped on a plane i have not i said that the first time i have not and i will not I, unless i absolutely have to marty you ever pooped on a plane so the funny thing is I've, i'm usually sleep on plane rides so i've never had to experience anybody pooping on a plane but caught in a lie that's man. That that is you are people see you're a liar. Doesn't matter. You could be down but I remember what you did back in the day. You, you lied can, to me. You can learn you can lose friendships, you can lose a marriage, you can lose everything if you lie. People don't want to blame what are you gonna lose besides some shit. Yeah. And again, we've we've hit on this earlier. It's short term. It, yep. it doesn't last as long. I I feel like there's it deserved to win the first round matchup, but I don't know if it deserves to go to the elite eight. Yeah, like with that liar thing, it it can destroy things for a length of time. So I'm I go- agree. I'm going with the the liar. I agree. Okay, so the lie moves on. Let's hop back up. 
Let's go to the final four, the sex tape region. We've got the catfish, the one seed versus the lion's den, the three seed. Martin, what's more awkward, being catfished or seeing someone you know in a lion's den? I'm going to go catfish. The lion's den, you know, as Troy said earlier, everybody's having sex, you know, doing something to that nature. I don't want to say. i tell you what, I hate to break it to everybody out there. But every couple's got their own kink. Exactly. Exactly. Some people think, well, yeah, those guys, they're fine. No, no. When they're behind closed doors, they do some kinky shit. I hate to tell you, but they do. Lion's Den, you know, if it's online shopping or it's going into the store, I'm going to say at least 70% of the population of couples do it. Yeah. Hate to break it to you. That catfish though is catfish sauce. Yeah, you got so, some people that that like messes them up for a while. For some people, so I'm gonna go catfish. I'm going catfish as well for one reason and one reason only. Lions Den, it's a split second. Catfish is forever. Yeah, but it's short term again. Exactly, like, catfish. Like catfish, I, you're going to have that fucking story forever. I'm not going to tell that story about seeing the guy I know in Lions Den. Like this is the first time I've ever told it. But your mother-in-law or your your boss, I mean, it, either way, you're gonna be like, "Wow, I did not know my boss got down like that." Yeah. But I mean, being catfish, think about my buddy when he answered that door. He didn't even know that was the girl he was meeting. Nope, had no idea. And then he got suckered into getting slammed onto the couch, and he had no way out of it besides just doing what he came to do. And he did. He did the deed, and he got out. Yeah, and I mean, he could have been there for. He could have stayed the night, type of thing. No, well, he got out as quick as possible. Well, I, can tell you. To I that, mean, to that to that point, you know, nobody, there was no rule that said your buddy had to go to her house first thing, first date ever, first time meeting her. Well, I mean, uh, shit, six. They could have gone to damn. I mean, when Dairy, you're, Dairy Queen on their first. When you're date. a horny college kid and, and the hot chick that he got that picture of says, "Come over," what are you going to do, DG? <laughs> you gonna say, "Hey, no, you know what? Meet me at the Dairy Cone for a fucking ice cap or a you know a a uh, vanilla ice cream cone." No, I'm not going to say that. You're going to go and knock on the door and you're ready to do what you got to do. <laughs> when when most people get catfished. They're on their first date. They're in a public place. You just get the hell out of there. You just get the hell out of there, and you never see them again. No big deal. I'm going lines then here. Three over the one. Okay, Troy, what do you think? I know. I'm with you guys. I I think the top seed wins this. Catfished. Okay, catfish moves on. Now, why why do you think it moves on, Troy? I mean, why is it so much worse? Just it, it puts a such a burden on that individual. Yeah. Um, I think it might mentally screw their dating life up after yeah, that as well it could and and the length of time that they have to deal with the situation as well i mean hopefully i mean i i don't know he was in and out or whoever's <laughs> that, story we're talking that 15 about 15 to 20 minutes for him i mean you know five seconds of it was satisfying but the other four minutes and 30 seconds or 14 minutes and 30 seconds probably wasn't so let's go down to the troy region Puking in public, the five seed versus Jim Dix, the two seed. DG, what do you think? I think that <clears throat> the the Jim Dix situation is less embarrassing for me and more embarrassing for the guys just swinging their dicks all around the locker room. Whereas puking in public, if I'm the guy puking in public and I'm the one that's drunk off my ass, 
that's more embarrassing for me. Well, that's awkward. more awkward. We're talking for me. Okay, more awkward. That's more awkward okay. for me. Agree. I'm, I'm on his. I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking side. five over two. So yep. you're taking puking in public as well, Troy. Yeah, Martin. Absolutely not. I'm going Jim Dick because nine times out of ten, you have to see that person over and over and over, and no matter how hard it is to try to ignore it, it's awkward for both of you. So I'm going Jim Dick. I'm with you, Martin. And it really don't matter because Corey K's already put his answer on the TV, but I'm going to explain myself. The other day in the YMCA, I don't know if I've ever been more uncomfortable or awkward situation in my life when that guy swung his dick and almost hit me in the shoulder. And I will never forget that for the rest of my life. He scarred me. So when another guy walks out in a skull cap and a Speedo, I'm out. I'm the road runner. What'd you, what'd you say to him? I didn't say a damn word. Why not? What do you want me to say? If we would go back. D, DG, what do you want him to say? If you could go back, what would you say to him? I, I, DG, I'm lost for words. I don't know. I don't know. All you got to say is, hey, brother, appreciate you. Watch where you're swinging that thing. <laughs> okay. That's all you got to say. Okay. It's that easy, huh? So next time I'll just say, hey, watch where you're swinging that thing. I'll remember that. Puking in public moves on. Let's hop up to the Collie's Bush region. Breaking stuff, the five seed, versus getting caught watching porn, the two seed. Martin, you're shaking your head. Now, why is that? This is not even close. This is not even close. I mean, you get caught watching porn. That that trumps it all. Watching porn. You don't even have to explain. I don't even have to explain. Has don't it, even have to explain. Has it happened to you? Tell a story. I can see it in your eyes. Tell a story one good time. That, that smile. There, there's no getting caught with it, but the fact that my parents had to um, try to figure out why our computer wasn't working, our family computer wasn't oh, working. Brother, been there, done that. Yeah. Why the why why is my fam- why is the family computer working so slow? Uh, it's because I downloaded LimeWire and I've got a thousand porn videos. I don't know why. You can figure it out. Okay. DG, this might be one of the toughest matchups so far. When I when I think getting getting caught watching porn, you're not you're not damaging any software. It's just the fact that whoever caught you has caught you. Like there's that embarrassment now. I agree. I'll take porn here. Troy, have you ever been caught watching porn? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope not. But, I mean, it, it would just be awkward with you got the, you know, some toilet paper or paper towel, whatever you use to dab up. or Paper towel hurts, man. It's, it's rough. Uh, okay, just a sleeve of, of toilet paper <laughs> to catch your your ooze. I mean, just laying out, and you got your, your, your screen. I don't know how you prop your screen up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just that just, situation. Yeah, yeah, it just sucks. Yeah. So you're going with that? <laughs> yeah, porn wins. Okay, okay, porn wins. Let's hop down, DG. The small wiener region, we got the the uh, one seed, which was the accidental text going up against the three seed, which was getting caught lying. Well, I mean, both of these are kind of similar in some way. Somehow, some way, they're they're related. They're related. They're in you know they're in, they, they deserve to be in the same region. I think both of these could actually win this. Accidental text once again. I mean, it just depends who that accidental text goes to, and what kind of text was it? We're not all cheaters, but if we were, and you sent your wife a text that was supposed to go to your mistress, 
How devastating would that, how bad would you feel? I mean, you should feel bad either way, but you know you're caught. You know you're done. You're breaking hearts. <sighs> Just the situation. Or once again, we can go back to the nude, man. The nude slips to someone that it shouldn't slip to. I mean, goddamn, the accidental text can go so many fucking ways, man. It's not even funny. Accidental text wins here, and it's not close. I know the cotton a lie, and maybe if it was in a different region, it can make the Final Four. It's so good, but the accidental text, man. What do you think? Uh, this is one of the toughest matchups. I think we've this had. is. I think that. I mean, we've said that a lot tonight, but I really do think the cotton a lie in accidental text is. Yeah, I mean, we could go. I mean, down a rabbit hole all day long, and I've been putting with the text. I, I've been putting picture text. Just you got to put every situation into it. Yeah, something with you just sent something just to the wrong yeah, person. wrong person. It fell into the wrong hands. <sighs> fell in a lie. I mean, same type of thing, but you know, you you've been confronted. What's worse? <sighs> And I, I really don't know on this one. I mean, this is an absolute tough matchup. <laughs> absolute toss-up. DG. Depends on whatever team shows up on this one. DG. Uh, but, man, the way that you just framed the accidental text and how really serious that could get. And it could get bad, man. How bad that could, that could potentially be. I just think uh, text, the one seed, has way more upside here. Um I like them over getting caught in a lie. I like that, DG. What do you think, Martin? Oh, I'm sorry. I was reading a text. Text. It back to me. What it, was your text? Text. So it, I mean, it, it don't really matter. doesn't it's, matter. I mean, I mean, it just depends on how. I mean, it could be a extensive lie. I mean, say it was to the point where you can end a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Something serious here. But the, I, the I text think it, could do the same thing. It, and the text could, I mean, either way, you could end up in jail for both of them. Yeah, they're both pretty lethal here. Yeah. So, I, I I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, so text wins, but I really don't have a good answer. Okay, Troy's just not going to answer this one. Let's just put it that way. We got the final four out of the sex tape region. We got the catfish, number one. The Troy region, puking in public, a five seed. Collie's Bush region. Caught watching porn, the two seed. Small wiener region, accidental text. We've got a one versus a five and a one versus a two. Let's hop over to the catfish one seed versus the puking in public. What do you got? Well, I'm going to go with, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to go with catfish. The puking in public, after a while, it, the puking in public thing is starting to be for me like. Just don't be a dumbass. Yeah, don't be a dumbass. Well, but I, mean, like, I guess you could be sick. For sure, for sure. But at some point, probably throughout that night, you're going to see somebody else throw up. So you might even forget that you saw such and such throw up. Catfish, man. It, it sticks with you. I'm going to go catfish. But we're kind of painting the the puking moment as you're the fucking dumbass for, you know, drinking so much. and just I agree. However, making a scene, again, you know, you puked on somebody or you, something. You could also, that person... Whoever saw you could probably see, I don't know, maybe two or three other people throwing up that night. So they may forget. And those other two people could be way worse than your situation. I got to go catfish. DG. It's an interesting argument. 
props to Pukey in public, five seed making it to the final four. Yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. um, great showing by them. Proud, just, just, proud like, of them. just like the pretzels with cheese last week. I'm proud of them. Five seed. I think what it comes down to for me is we got way more people, especially college kids, puking in public than we do getting catfished out there. Yeah. I'm taking the five over the one here. Okay. I um I don't necessarily he doesn't agree. know he doesn't know I'm gonna go catfish with Martin over there I just I just I that mean, awkward that situation just, that situation oh my just God. is so tough I mean yeah I'm gonna tell my buddies about it yeah we're gonna laugh and well maybe not laugh at first but down the road it, yeah it's, we're, we'll it's laugh. funny it's fun in games but at that point it's like what the f- hell just is going on right now and and how do i get out how of the this? hell do i get out of this without getting slammed on the couch yeah okay because she's she's ready for it right? yeah oh yeah I mean, she was ready for it that's that's right catfish moves on i pick catfish as well accidental text versus caught watching porn the one verse two troy explain this one to the people brother i mean a text or a pick i mean that's virtual I guess. I mean, that situation. Well, the, watching porn nowadays, you can put your virtual goggles on and you could have sex with a doll with virtual camera. Have you seen that shit now? <laughs> no. And that's the new day and age of porn, bro. Well, I guess my how I'm visualizing it. You I'm, can hump the air. I'm and then vis- you can see yourself do it with the virtual goggles. Hmm. <laughs> it's like, huh, might have so, to go to Lions Den and buy a set. So I'm visualizing this segment as watching porn as, hey, I'm I'm sitting here or laying in bed or yep. something, got my screen up and my my toilet paper and you can be a my magazine, my TV, whatever, and you're just going to town and oh shit, somebody you know, mom they walk or wife ra- walks yeah, in. They Maybe walk grandma. Right in. Maybe your son. Maybe your daughter. Maybe someone just walks in that you don't want them to see. And you're you got your pants pulled down to your feet. Or you don't have any pants on at all. You're just butt naked. Maybe you got oil rubbed all over your body, Troy. I don't know what you like. Could, but it's like, okay. Candle lit. You're right there. Slow and it's music. Just, they, know, they know what you're doing. How about if you're right there and it opens the door and then you do it at that split second? How awkward is that? <laughs> yeah, because you got to finish. You <laughs> yeah. Can't, yeah, you're telling me, Troy. Like, you, just can't, you just can't put a kink in it. Because it doesn't last that long. No, it's, like, it's, it's a five second. It's, so, I mean, I love the porn. Thing. Yeah, I know you do. So let's let's move it. Let's move it on. I'm going accidental text. I mean, accidental texts go many different ways here, man. Like we said, relationships, marriages, friendships. Yeah, but it's jail all, time. Yeah, but it's all through uh, virtual. Like it's not. It's not really face to face. But at some point in time, you're going to have to face that person that you sent that text to. Yeah. Caught watching porn, it's going to be like, oh, my God. And they're going to slam the door like, oh, my God, I'm glad I just didn't see that. Accidental text, that lasts forever. I'm going text. I think you might have just talked talk me into it. Um, somebody catches you watching porn. That's embarrassing. That's awkward between you and whoever caught you. That's it. That's That's really it. I don't think like a whole gaggle of people are going to catch you all. They're all going to catch you watching porn at the exact same time. It's usually, it's it's probably just going to be one person. Yeah. Girlfriend, wife, whoever. Whereas with a text, you know, it could just be a text between you and somebody else, but then that person goes and tells X, Y, and Z people, and then it kind of, you know, it, it can be made worse there 
or you could accidentally text a group text and that just, whew, that's bad. That's a bad situation. So I think the potential here is what does it for me. The potential for an accidental text takes it over getting caught watching porn. Social media has changed everything. And it is just going to be a text, period. Okay, accidental text moves on. Now we've got Catfish, the one seed. First time ever, one versus one. Catfish versus accidental text. Mm. It's easy for me. I think the text is lifelong. The catfish is, you know, a week or two, and then it's a story to tell. Accidental text could be repercu- repercussions for for life. Um, the text, I mean, it's easy for me. I think the accidental text deserves to win this whole fucking bracket. I'll take catfish. You just like to argue with me. You don't like <laughs> me to win these brackets, and I know that's <laughs> I know that's why you picked that. It's because Cat, you like is a one seed. You I know, but you just don't like to pick with me ever. Me and you haven't agreed on anything <laughs> in any of these brackets, and you like to pick against me just to piss me off. I can see it in your eyes right now. You didn't want to pick catfish. That's not true. Oh, you asshole, Martin. Roski, I'm with you, man. You got to go text. So again, social media has changed everything. Social media is life right now for a lot of different people. That 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 text that you send may get out to thousands, millions of people. If you send the wrong text. one, say you send a fucking 30-second sex tape to somebody, and you send it to the wrong person, they put that thing on YouTube, Absolutely. or they put that thing on Instagram, good God, you're ruined. You are ruined. Yeah, you got a good point. Catfish there. is just... I mean, like I said, it's a story for me to tell on a podcast. Hell, we have a show of catfish and people laugh about it. Yeah. But the texting, the texting, man. The, the, the texting ruins people's lives. Whole different meaning, text. I mean, again, I think we have a good championship. I mean, this is the best championship matchup. that we've had in any Absolutely. bracket we've ever had. And you guys painted a good picture, like uh, the the text could be, you know, could destroy your life. It could be a 30-second porn clip like Rolski mentioned that could destroy your life and you send it to the wrong person and it's just never-ending where the catfish is... It could last some time, but... and It is what it is. could destroy your life that evening and have stories about it, but I... Again, the, the text... Just could just be damning to the individual, and I'm going text here for okay. the champion. So the week three awkward situations championship bracket winner is accidental text. The one seed. I think this is one that we actually got right. So hopefully, the listeners out there can finally agree with the sip and serve podcast on a bracket for the first time in two years. Corey with the K says watching porn should have played accidental text. Yeah. It, I, I was agreed with porn. I like porn in there. But the thing is, they were on the same side of the bracket, so that couldn't have been the finals. But Come I agree. I mean, that, that could have been a matchup for the ages in the championship. But accidental text moves on. It's the champion. DG, are you happy with it? Do you think we got this right? I don't really give a shit. Okay. Martin, I'm glad you made the trip. Corey the K, thank you as well for you know pitching in for the tiebreakers and running the board. DG, as always, hope you can make it next week. Troy. First time in five episodes. Hopefully we can have you back soon. My name's Rolski. We'll see you guys next week. Rolski. Been watching.
watching a lot of mid-major tournaments. You got any dark horses for the big dance? Corey with the K says. Ask me too quick. Right state. 